Hello, and welcome to episode 74 of Film Nights. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And my name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about Deepwater Horizon. Uh, we're also going to be discussing Louis Theroux's My Scientology movie, and uh, anything that's in our news section, and uh, anything that we've watched this week. This week, we've got the return of uh, special guest star, Harry McClafferty. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Alright. We had you two weeks ago you did. on the uh, Mag Seven review, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, well, we believe you uh, enjoyed the experience, and they're now back for more. I did indeed, and I am back for more. I'm excited. Okay, <laughs> you sound it. Um, all right. Uh, I don't have much to say. Sorry. All right. How's everyone's uh, week been? Fine. Yeah. Not yeah. a lot to report really, but it's just a run-of-the-mill week. So, I won't bore you with any... Jesus. Uh, well, I'm a, not going to lie to you. It's going to be a long slog of the podcast. This is a, a poor start to the show. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's not just you. No, it's not just you. No, it's I think this week. I mean, it is yeah. partly you, but... No, no one's got any, uh, any stories Stafford, to tell? How's Stafford life, Harry? It's, it's pretty good. It's hard, I guess. I, I don't know, it's a lot of work. Challenging courses, isn't it? It's really, yeah, all those performance courses are really difficult. Why are you, why are you on them? Because I've got a driving lesson tomorrow, and I've got my driving test next week, so I felt like I needed to get some practice in. Oh yeah, you think you're ready for it? Nope, I did before I left for uni, oh, really? and then I was pretty confident-ish, and then oh. I went to uni and just my mind just ran away with loads of other crap that you need to think about, yeah. and then got home, get home every week and go, oh, I'm a shit driver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I'm sure you're all right. Yeah, you're right. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. Hopefully, the next yeah. time you're on the show, then uh, you'll be driving your way <laughs> over here. Like my car. No. Yeah. <laughs> Anything happened to you, Joe? You went here last week, No, I, um, I was working away last week. I've been in Birmingham the past few weeks quite often. Mm. I was in Birmingham last week and this week. Anything interesting to tell or no? Not really. I was mm. up at three o'clock on Thursday morning. I was up at three o'clock on Wednesday morning. Ugh. And I got in at 8 o'clock Thursday night and 8 o'clock Wednesday night and that was it really. Yeah. Birmingham via Preston. I might cheer. Ferry, Buddersfield. <laughs> Lovely places. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yorkshire, you can't beat it. Yeah. And I went to Hull yesterday. Oh, oh God. What's the city, yeah. of, city of culture? I know, year, apparently so. Well. You really know how to appeal to to listeners. I might yeah, I might come to Britain. <laughs> yeah. Lovely place. All your international yeah. listeners that you've got. Yeah. yeah. No, no, nothing's, nothing's really, really happened. It's just been a bit of a... I might change the description of this podcast on iTunes from entertainment. The dullest depression content. ever. Five grumpy Well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. If no one's got any interesting uh, tell, tales to tell... Then we'll just jump straight into a review, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Yeah, all right. Um, why not? Do we have to do this bit, or can we? <laughs> I think it's quite essential to the. Uh, mm. I think we could sum this film up in quite quite a few words, like very long. <laughs> like there wasn't much going on, was there? The oh well, hang on. Spoilers for the review. Hang on, let's. Uh, <laughs> this week we're talking about Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, we will be discussing spoilers for this film, but. Well, it's it's a true story, so I mean, everyone everyone knows not, this. Story. This is a massive yeah, story. I don't really oh, think yeah. there is any spoilers. No. So. I don't know what happened. Where have you been? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, here's a clip. You want my take? I mean, you really want my take? I do. Okay. I think you all are trying to run out of fuel as the wheels touch down. 
Running the gasoline as the plane lands is not smart. That's flawed thinking. It's hope as a tactic. Duly noted. And much appreciated, sir. Just the opinion of the little guy. That a catfish? Yep. 65 pounds. What y'all call that? Nibbling? Noodling. We noodle for catfish. And you know, it's funny, because when we go noodling, my best friend Peanut and I, we go down there with the fifth of crown of the lake, walk down the boat ramp, we look for the biggest, darkest, blackest hole we can stick our arm in. And we hope one of them just bites down on us as hard as we can so we can rip his ass out of that hole. We want to get bit. That's the plan. Difference is, we're ready for that bite. I'm gonna stick my hand in that hole with that monster and hope for the best. Uh-uh, hope ain't a tactic, Don. Deepwater Horizon is directed by Peter Berg, and it stars Mark Wahlberg, Kurt Russell, Douglas M. Griffin, James Dumont, Joe Crest, John Malkovich, and David Maldonado. The synopsis is... A dramatization of the April 2010 disaster when the offshore drilling rig Deepwater Horizon exploded and created the worst oil spill in US history. What did you four think of Deepwater Horizon? Let's go to Harry first. What's the first word that comes to your Since head? you've already started. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Go on. Um, in one word... Yeah? I'd probably say emotional. Hmm. Okay, hmm. but that doesn't really give any hints as to what you thought of the film. Though. No, I can I can follow up. But if you guys want to, give no, me a... no, we want to hear what you thought yeah, before we it. give cheers, our cheers. thoughts. <laughs> uh, we want to put you on the spot here. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't think it was the best film ever. Obviously, like it, if if I wasn't doing this podcast with you guys today, tonight, I probably wouldn't have gone to see it at any point right in my life. Um, the only the only thing that would have made me see it is what I said to Joe in the car is because Mark Wahlberg's in it I quite like Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. as an actor yeah good cast I think but um, I don't know it was interesting because it was because it was based on true events and the emo- the impact at the end I think was the most emotional bit maybe maybe during the credits which doesn't really count as the film I suppose I think it does, it does. of course it yeah, does yeah, yeah. of course it does okay <laughs> um, I think the acting was good partially I think there was it relied heavily on special effects, but then what are you going to do when you're producing a film about a lot of explosions? And actors were at times hard to understand and decode what the hell they were actually talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And if you don't have a very good knowledge of how oil rigs work and all that jazz, which I don't, then the first part of the film, I thought, how did you know? What well, I found it difficult at times to be like, is something bad happening? Because I assumed it was because of the nature of the story. <laughs> but when they just sort I swear of, that shouldn't be on fire. <laughs> not, though, not the obvious bits, but when when they when they like zoom in to the sea and then follow a bit of a pipe for a bit and seem to have thrown a GoPro into a pressured like I just I don't know it just seemed yeah, a bit odd. Okay. And now it's like okay, is this going to lead to anything? Is something going to blow up? Which eventually this is a long did. fucking uh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> just kind of mention. then they'd go oh that test was good. You're like, was it? Because it seemed like something dramatic was going to happen, and it didn't. That okay. is kind of all I thought. Okay, <laughs> I think I can. Uh, I think I can explain that for you in a bit when we've all had our word. Who wants to go next? I don't mind. I'll go. Um, yeah, I, I really quite enjoyed this film. I thought, as because I, I am quite a fan of true story films, mm-hmm. um, it always helps to 
engage me when I know that this actually happened and it makes makes the whole thing it's an obvious thing to say but it makes the whole thing seem very real which is a stupid thing to say because it is real but you know what I mean um Mm, not really, actually. <laughs> I thought... I, 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 <laughs> Harry, I know you said it was all like special effects and stuff, but I thought the special effects were pretty damn good, actually. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I thought, I thought visually it was really good. I, I agree that the... What are you doing? I was just moving my hand. <laughs> I agree that the acting was, on, was good on some levels, although I didn't like certain characters. Um, I definitely felt the emotion, like you said, towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know It really hits home that... And I liked how, because obviously when this happened and it was the big story, it was all, all the focus was about sort of the impact on BP as a company and, and the on the environment. But this yeah. was more about the human side and yeah, what people. happened to the people actually on that night, which we didn't really hear about. So it was interesting to see that. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it felt a bit routine to me. Like, it's hard when it's a true story and you know what's going to happen because it, it's almost like an inevitability of, okay, something's going to go wrong. So it's hard to make the suspense really work mm-hmm. but I thought it did a pretty decent job of it and like I said briefly earlier good cast um, I think Kurt Russell was great um, John Malkovich as well big fan of his so yeah I, I quite enjoyed this film I thought it was uh, it was quite poignant mm. right, who's next what um, are you Joe or me no I'll go yeah um, after about half, half an hour in I wasn't holding much out for it I was quite bored to be honest um, I was just thinking right when's this film going to bleed and start because it was so slow mm. yeah the scenes with Kate Hudson were just oh mm. god, god oh, awful. She was, she was shocking. Yeah, yeah that's, the yeah. child was just even worse. <laughs> <laughs> about lying about. I want a brother. Best part. I want a brother. I only did not. Oh god, I, I didn't. Yeah, that was actually oh, that was the god. worst. Actually, so bad. yeah, some of the dialogue was. And you know, it, it went from a ten to a one just from there. Yeah, I, and it was obvious what he was trying to do because he's trying to show but Mark Wahlberg's this family guy and blah 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 but I just I don't I just didn't like it well it was it was a cliched start very cliche yeah, yeah very poor much. start good way to describe it yeah um, but actually once we got onto the rig it got a bit better um, I like the humour with the guys I mean some some of the jokes were pretty piss poor but some, some of them were quite funny actually pretty good yeah, yeah. Um, the banter of all the guys was yeah yeah, yeah it's a bit it's a bit cheesy well that stuff will happen great well exactly yeah, yeah it felt yeah, real it felt real places of this yeah, kind that, lots of blokes that on the rig for 20 odd days you're gonna yeah and so then when he carried on singing it and it went to the other guy mm. that was yeah. good I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good um, but I agree with, I, I agree with what Harry says in terms of not necessarily understanding what they were saying, I just couldn't hear them. Yeah, yeah, that's, the accent, the, yeah, the, the accent, noise. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, yeah. Noise. That's, that's certainly an issue. Because I mean, I don't know why John Malkovich was going all street with all this with his accent. He was going, "You get that line? He's speaking like a rat weirdo." There were quite yeah. a few people doing that actually, yeah. saying "dead, dead ass," you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Think he said that. But, well, it was probably it was, not Donald Trump. It may as well have been basically. It was just a very weird. Um, <laughs> Weird choice, and then I found it quite hard to actually hear what they were saying. Um, And then you've got to add to that all these technical terms. Yeah, Um, Yeah. a lot of jargon. Um, And then the use of the writing on the screen, I didn't really like that because I used it a few times. It just didn't look look very good. But Mm. um, I think overall, once we were on the rig and then the trouble started happening with John Malkovich wanting to drill the hole... And then once the actual explosion happened, from then on in, I thought it was a pretty good film. I was actually quite hooked for the rest of it because I thought it was um, tense. I thought it was very tense. Yeah. And 
and I think from the point of the explosion, it turned into to be a very good film actually. Um, so that's that's my thought. Thoughts. All right, Pep. Yeah, no, definitely, thought. I agree with what pretty much everybody said already. I thought the length, first of all, was perfect. Correct. I didn't think, mm. I didn't feel the length, I didn't feel the time. No. Um, in fact, I thought it was quicker than Apart I thought from... it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a lot long longer. From even yeah. looking at the time, I was surprised that when we came out, it was before ten o'clock. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart, really apart from the issue Henry brought up, which I agreed with, was at the start when you're thinking, "When's it going to start?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it, I, I thought it did drag at the beginning, and I thought, "What's got?" I thought, "What's this film going at?" Because we mm-hmm. all sort of know what happened, but what five, six years ago, I, mean, I wasn't the... really paying attention to the news as much. So, no, I remember. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I, I do remember massive, it, but. I wasn't really paying attention to it. So this did, and, and Jack made a really good point, you know, it hammers home the different side to what everybody sort of found out about. Because to be fair, I didn't I didn't even know that anybody died in it, to be honest. I didn't... All right, well, I, I, I didn't, knew I, quite I, a bit about it because I just remember it, but... Um, no. I think the message was sort of shoved down your throat, wasn't it? That it was. BP big wigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a little you know, bit of that. The guys who aren't on the ground doing the hard work, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Don't, they don't have a clue. It's all about money. Mm. You know, yeah. as funny as that scene was singing it, I thought, all oh, right, okay. Yeah, there was, I get a, it. There was yeah. a little bit of that going on, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I thought, as you said, sort of when it got into it, when it started going, um, I thought it was quite a decent film. Um, again, the use of the special effects and things like that. Um, I did think that the, although you, like you say, you couldn't hear what they were saying. I just felt like they were mumbling a bit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what that's what I'm. Yeah, Joe, like, I I just um, just thought like yeah, the accent. Yeah, and I thought them. there was some pretty yeah, terrible accent. accent there was John Malkovich, Kurt Russell. Yeah, at times I actually couldn't understand some pretty terrible what, editing what, in there as well. I think Mark Wahlberg as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had a scene at the start, it, not the start, but when, when it all started kicking off and they got to the rig and they were trying to have a conversation next to a helicopter, <laughs> and I think the irony was. That w- I don't know if the irony was that we couldn't hear what they were saying because they were like, oh, what did he say? I didn't hear him. He's like, well, neither did we. So what was the point of that whole scene because no one found yeah. anything out? Well, no, I don't, I don't think you were supposed to hear what he was saying. It was just a bit odd. But I... I yeah, good. Good film. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, see, that sounds different to what you were saying before. <laughs> no, be I, was, I don't really know how to judge this film. That's all. Okay. Come on, Richie. Yeah, what do you think? I loved this film. Yeah, uh, I agree with uh, all your points about the beginning. Yeah, it was, it did drag quite a bit, and there was some cringy moments and cringy dialogue, especially with his family. But that was, there was enough humour and enough great cinematography in that bit to keep me going, and so that once it got to the point where it was really great for me, that that stuff didn't matter anymore. Really, mm-hmm. um, awesome, great direction. Oh yeah, superb! I thought I thought the, the filmmaking was incredible, and I uh, absolutely loved. This was so beautifully shot. This film, I really loved um, all the visuals. It, it definitely was a niggle in my mind about the uh, the BP message <laughs> that it was just a little bit in your face, down your throat. You know, however you however you like to take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you caught in the pan. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, you guys were saying it was emotional for you uh, at the at the end, but I was really feeling it throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I was. And yeah, you're exactly right. The tension was 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 great. It really did build pressure. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, was that trick? Pans keep coming. Um, I don't think I've got a third one. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, before when I said obviously it was emotionally um, hard hitting at the end. 
I think that's when it all came to a peak. But I, I agree, like throughout it was, mm. it was as well. Mm. But I just felt it was mostly. But you've all made very good points uh, about and the about the mumbling and the uh, and the accents. Mm. I feel like Marky Mark's accent was <laughs> uh, his real accent was slipping through the cracks a bit mm. at times. Yeah. Um, but generally, I thought the accents were okay. And yeah, it was difficult to tell what they said in the beginning parts for me. I didn't notice that much of a problem with it as it got into the more hectic thing, but they were mostly just well, screaming. There wasn't much yeah, shout. Was, yeah. So, so it gets to a point where that doesn't matter as much to me. And when it comes to the jargon and stuff, yeah, there was a point when I was thinking, okay, I'm kind of struggling to keep up with what's going on it's here. Just, it's just because it's important and it's imperative for the film that the first half hour, 45 minutes, needs to set you up mm, yeah. for why that's true. carnage happens. And if I can't hear it or understand it, that, it's a bit of an issue. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it is it is an issue. Um, it tried to help out with its exposition in the beginning. I did kind of appreciate them trying, th- them trying to do this, but it mm. was cringy. With the girl and her report at school and yeah. explaining... The fucking the dinosaur was... tooth. That was... Yeah, I kind of wish that that wasn't yeah. there. It's so obvious it was going to come back. Wasn't yeah, it, it was so obvious. I wish it hadn't. It would have been better. So when I, was, when, I was, when I was watching it, there was someone behind me and right before he... You know when he's on the floor crying in the bedroom and they all come around? Yeah. And he, and he gives her the tooth. Like literally seconds before. Obviously in my head I'd already called it but she went... Yeah. And here comes the tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and I was chuckling to myself, and then there where it was. Well, you did, didn't need it though, did they? No, no. Didn't it wasn't need that, needed. Didn't and that's the, that's that's that was a little niggle in, in the back of my mind. I was thinking, if you're going to be a film that's that you want it to go by, and it was for the majority of it, you don't need the cliche. Yeah. Well, this is why we say Americanized side yeah, of it. It's based on true events because that yeah. never happened. Yeah. There's no yeah, way exactly. Mike Williams. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. in the, it's in the synopsis. It's Jesus. a dramatisation. I mean, for fucking hell, yeah, it's a dramatisation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Christ. They, were, they yeah. were trying to tug on heartstrings, weren't they? But definitely, they didn't need definitely. that to do it because the fact that all the characters that were featured yeah. were are real people and what happened to them happened to them. I think it, it shows that they're a bit. Sorry, Richard. I, no, think, I think it shows that they're just a, they. Maybe judge the audience a little bit. It's just a little I bit just, like they need to feel it completely. Well, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if it, I mean maybe Hollywood is certain is an aspect to this, but I think the problem is that the people making this film. Well, come on! It's always these God bless America films. How many flags do we have? Oh, yeah. We always yeah. have. Yeah. You That's know, it, it's just standard practice in. A, Doomsday scenario type film, but I will. but I also think that the makers of this film, they that their, their um, talents lie in the actual filmmaking, mm. and so the writing falls a bit behind. So it, mm. they they resort to the cliche yeah. weak. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. definitely a cliche. in your in your face family at the beginning, and her going. Her, them all being all madly in love and he's got yeah. to go away and we all know what's going to happen yeah, to him. Perfect. They could have introduced... Of course they have to introduce us to the characters. And we, well, uh, yeah. But and they could have done it in, in a much subtle... And maybe when he got there he could have done some fucking work instead of Skyping with his girlfriend the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. straight away. He didn't do I much, thought, I've did not he? actually seen him do anything. He, he, he had that scene where... He complains <laughs> about everything that doesn't work yeah. with the big boss, and then the guy's like, like "Whoa, shit! You know a lot about this rig." And then he goes to him, and he just goes, 
Yeah, well, if fire alarms don't work, I might go fix them for a bit. Like, it didn't really... <laughs> what was that about? No, he was... He was <laughs> in the, who, what, what did he do? Chief electrical engineer. Was he, just he, was fiddling with the, he was fiddling with the fire alarm, wasn't he? <laughs> and he was like, oh, someone's <laughs> got to do it. Job. He was going, the Wi-Fi doesn't work. And you're thinking... Okay, yeah, the Wi-Fi not working might be a bit of an annoyance in your day-to-day life when you want to Skype your girlfriend, but it's not really what you're there to do, Marky Mark, is it? Marky Mark. What's what, his what, name? What, what I thought this film did quite well is, especially with true story films, sometimes when you when you cast like big-name actors like Marky Mark and like Kurt Russell and John Malkovich, sometimes the stars can maybe become bigger than the story. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that was not the case here. I know, I agree. I thought the story was, was completely mm-hmm. the main event. It was you know, grounding. Wasn't yes, it, it had a great cast, but I thought it was not about... I mean, it was them. about them, but it wasn't... You know, they didn't overpower it. Yeah. Yes, it was Matt Wahlberg, but it was all about the story. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't like, come and see Matt Wahlberg in Deepwater Horizon. It was a little... It was a little about that. He was there for the marketing. Okay, but well, I didn't that's feel what that Wahlberg during the film. Still his whole career on doing that. That's what films no, no. do. Jeremy, I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm just... No, I'm I'm just I just don't want to as to kind of say... That he was only chosen for his acting. Ability. No, of course. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, it didn't have when because, I was watching because film, when you when you see the picture of the real guy at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. put him next, like put him next to Marky Mark, and, and put like, K. Hudson next to his. Actual <laughs> God, yeah, that was the best. Good one. Jesus, and he is an absolute specimen, Mark. I think he put in a few oh, yeah. pounds because you know he had that topless. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He is fucking. Ripped I don't know. He's been like that for a while now. No, he's no, he's a fucking big fucker. I'm constantly mm-hmm. checking on Google because he, he, looked, he, looked nothing, <laughs> he looked nothing like the real Mike Williams, did he? No, well, no. End. But I just thought, yeah. Obviously, I'm not saying that he was cast purely for his acting, but watching the film, it didn't. Yeah, I was. I was just. I was thinking all about the real life people, and you know, it didn't. Here's a question. Give us a I, question. I would. I mean, I've already said I didn't know hundreds of you know facts about what happened, and I, and I, ve- I did just just knew the overview. The, the What's the question in that? No. <laughs> question is do you think personally and we know that the whole rig in the end just went and it blew up went to shit do you think it <laughs> just disappeared just, just disappeared just do you off. think it just killed yeah. do you think it went it just blew up as fast as it did or do you think it was a lot more controlled in real no. life no no, no and no. most people got out and then it blew what do you think? No, because it started. It was started in stages, didn't it? Yeah. The oil sort of. Because we had that initial burst, mm. and then we controlled it again. Yeah, and there was. And Mark Wahlberg and then only it just felt went, slight tremors. Yeah, he, he didn't really feel it. That's, yeah, that confused me a bit. Actually, yeah. Would it not have made yeah. a bit more of an impact? And the lights went brighter. Well, in well his room. I mean, yeah. and the fact that yeah. the, the guy had a whole fucking shower whilst it was going on for a while. Oh no, 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 no! He started the shower. He started the shower <laughs> when. Um, just before the guys were downstairs, and then when the first rumble happened, he was just putting his shampoo on. Yeah, he's having a shower. He's putting shampoo on his face. But it just took him a while, and I don't know how the whole water mechanisms work on these things. I know, I assume that there is a separate canister, like there'll be a water tank for their clean water, but there was mud water coming through all sorts of holes. Yeah, yeah, you were Surely wondering why the mud wasn't coming through the shower. Yeah, I, I had the same thought. I thought honest. that's how they were going to clue him in. I thought he was going to be in his shower, lathering up, and then he was going to be like, this is a bit dirty, and then he was going to get out of his shower and go and sort shit out. But he didn't. He oh, just, that's good, he? he just didn't. So, but yeah, I think that, it, that, that's what got me, and the fact that, that Mark Warburg was still on Skype, and then he was like, oh, it's a bit, sh- it's a bit shaky yeah. around here. Yeah, 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 and then they filmed outside, and there was water everywhere. Inside. Okay, well yeah, I'll be honest, I had the same thought, as with the shower as well. 
but I don't really know enough about it yeah, to really I. say that that's mm. not something that would have happened. Yeah, yeah. But Joe, I do think it would have been pretty quick because once mm. you know, there's that much you know oil and gas around. It's gonna you know it's gonna fucking blow. Yeah, up. I just I just wondered if it was dramatized a lot more than it actually what what I, what I mean is I know it blew in the end. I know what you mean. But yeah. what I mean yeah. maybe they got maybe they got out the lifeboats maybe they got to safety quicker maybe they than they were a little bit the, more prepared. Yeah. yeah. Than what actually it. than it was sort of like crawling <laughs> on the floor and getting up to the top and even running off the bow, off the top. That, that is a good I point because the beginning of the film and maybe to a lesser ex- extent the rest of the film really did give the impression that they were completely unprepared and yeah. kind of um, bad at their jobs. Mm. It yeah. gave that impression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I re- one of the scenes I really liked was just when it was all kicking off and that worker sees the flow coming up through and he crouches down and the suspense is building and then it, when mm. it all blew and there was shards of whatever smashing the protective Glass, window yeah. mm-hmm. and he was screaming down the mic trying to order instructions. That was when I felt really tense. Yeah. yeah. I quite liked that. What happened? The mm-hmm. moment it all started, obviously later on when the fire's raging, and that's good as well, but I like the start. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, Really quite tense, that scene, I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I thought, I, th- I quite liked her. I mean, I'm not sitting him in anything, I don't think, but the young lad who played that worker. He's in, I didn't realise this. I recognised him. He's in, uh, I googled the cast before we started, and he's from the Maze Runner like, trilogies, and he was in The Internship, the... Vince Vaughn and Omos one if anyone's seen that where they work at Google no, no I've not seen that he's been in a few things right okay but obviously I didn't recognise him though until I googled it but going back to um, the you know Kurt Russell shower uh, <laughs> the shower scene <laughs> they have to put one in every film um, even though that thought did come into my mind of, is, is Mudge not going to come through the shower mm. um, I did really like the way uh, he first found out about the yeah. uh, situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a complete chaos, basically. Thrown across the room. And so did Mark, really Marky good. Mark. But it also went through my head, shouldn't Marky Mark have a bit more injury after that? Yeah, he got that door. Mm. Quick, Hell of a he? door. Yeah. Smack in the face. Yeah. Fire safety door as well. I mean, fucking mm. heck, he, he was... I mean, I don't, I don't see the actual real guy. I mean, no offence, he, he may well have done. I don't see the Jimmy real. Might be listening. No, I don't see the real guy pulling that door off himself. <laughs> do you? Yeah, but he's not got arms like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it was, in fact, it was unrealistic <laughs> because Marky Mark had to use his whole, whole two hands instead of just his pinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But I thought those scenes when people were being flung across the, you know, by the force. I thought that looked great. By the yeah. force. <laughs> like, by the force. Because they are realistic, aren't they? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, all, I, shit I thought all the action was oh, yeah, that really happen, great that happened. really realistic I loved um, Kurt Russell taking the glass out of his foot oh yeah. god oh yeah, yeah. Yes. that's the yeah. manner that's nasty I cringed more about, of that yeah. like when he was putting his suit on and you could just imagine like yeah. with all the yeah. injuries when and he put his like, boot yeah yeah I was yeah, masturbating yeah. oh such a bitch I was masturbating well this is taking a turn for the worst who was the guy on the bridge with the girl during the big, you know, when when they were just he the, was an arsehole. Yeah, the guy that said you can't cut the you can't cut the pipe. That was, was pretty. He? That was pretty stupid. Yeah. He was her boss, wasn't he? I don't know. He so she doesn't. Have, have, oh, we don't have authority. Don't yeah, have authority. yeah. She, she's not. I mean, authority. How, important, how important is hierarchy in a situation? Like this, really. It. It's like he was really scared about losing his job. Not, not just <laughs> him, but her as well for listening to him. Yeah, <laughs> clearly an idiot. She was like. Oh, what did we should think I not of press it then? Jane the Virgin. Well, this... I don't think she's. That's what program that... she's in. Oh right, okay. What Andrea? The girl. Yeah. Right. Well, this this okay. 
This is interesting because I thought she was pretty bad. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I was I, I was cringing every time she was on the screen. Mm. Um, but actually, I feel like she did get it together when it mattered, and that part yeah. where she kind where, she, of, where she doesn't want to jump in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was alright. That was a good yeah. scene. But everything that was the best scene. Yeah, but everything other than that right. was pretty, pretty cringy, terrible. Pretty cringy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, token woman working on. And the again, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly, token woman. Um, but similar the way that Waldo had with his dinosaur tooth. Was it the Mustang that she kept mentioning? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then I brought down at the start. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, interested. Yeah. It's, it's uh, even, even before the, the bit you're talking about, Richie, where we both go, they bring it up again, don't they? And I knew it was going to come up. I knew it was going to happen the same way that. Yeah, the mm. dinosaur too did it. It's just not interested at all. It would have been better if he'd brought up, like, tried to calm her down mm. by uh, talking to her on a personal level. If he didn't know anything about her, mm-hmm. if he just said, um, "Tell me about yourself," something like that, yeah, mm. was, just to calm her down, it would have been more effective than. But even in that, oh even yeah, we've in... had this conversation about your car before. And boy, that is that is. In some deep they, shit. they were talking yeah. about it on the chopper on the way in though. I know it was annoying. So just the same. So I like conversed about yeah. the whole film. Yeah, mm. yeah. Just mm. could have asked, you know, you got you got a uh, husband, boyfriend, family, you know, mm. tell yeah. me a bit about them, something like that, just to calm her down a bit. Then winger. Didn't yeah. at one point one crew member, sort of, I don't know who he was, I can't remember which one he was, asked her. Are you still with? Oh, that was never started. It yeah. was the guy who like I remember who it was. It was the guy like the other tech guy who like worked in her area, and you never saw after this one scene. And yeah, he just, yeah, I remember that. He yeah. was like, "You still with that dick, basically?" <laughs> oh yeah. And, like it was just like trying to spring up a romance on on board when yeah. the, they, they never that? did anything with. Why do that, that if you're not gonna bring it back? Sure, yeah. That was that's that's deleted what? scenes. That's something they cut out of the film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and they forgot right. to get rid of the that the start bit. Of I'm it. glad we did, to be honest. It, you know, I hope I <laughs> know, we've already got enough of this shit in here. Let's just yeah. take some. You know, romances in this not interested. We've already got enough of. Kate Hudson, to be honest, she was she, she was, was tiresome. It, it was just very weak she writing. The, I wish she was on the she, bloody she, crew. I think she, she yeah, this is where she differs. I think she was worse <laughs> than the the girl on the crew. Awful, she? Kate Hudson was was pretty awful. Yeah. Really poor. And and I've not seen her make a, f- a good film for a long ever actually. <laughs> Whole career, a long time. So <laughs> lost a couple of listeners here. Certainly a long time. No, she was awful. She really was. What? I, yeah, she, I think she was worse than the the woman on the on the crew. Because even when even when we went, oh, I'm not sure. No, no I think yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so because because what I said about the other woman when it came down when, when to it getting it together when it matters, yeah. she did not. Because like when, when not... she finds out about the fire, yeah. just ringing up. That was, I yeah, that, that that hand. Hand. Not right now, honey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That hand, and then she has to say it again in yeah. the same. She's she's just like. No. S- Staring and just her hand to her mouth. Just wasn't buying Can you hand. please be a bit more frantic yeah, about yeah. the situation? And the fact that in during that phone call that she rang another another wife of another crew member, and she was like, <laughs> "I've rung the like the official coast guard or whatever, and they they can only tell me that there's a fire on board." And then the woman went. What did the Coast Guard say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she's just fucking told you. Yeah. To be honest, and she went. Oh, they can tell me this is a fire on board. You know, like, yeah, we know that, Kate, because you said it twice now. Yeah, a bit pointless dialogue. Mm. Could have shaved some minutes. What off. did you think of of those moments when, um, you know, the Coast Guard were getting calls from from other ships? Well, I think I'm definitely right. I don't think she's ever made a good film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at her list now. Jeez. What has she been in? For she's been in some shockers here. I've never heard of any of them really. Has she been in? It's all classic been... American comedy, really. Has she been uh, in anything quite good? 
No. But well known. Can I see the list? Yeah. Let me confirm this to myself. <laughs> but in answer to your question, Jack, um, I, re- that, I really like that bit. Um, when they were the US yeah. Coast Guard yeah. or whatever. Really. I like that. <coughs> it was, yeah, dramatic, um, wasn't it? Also, like, realistic. They didn't panic. Um, it was very sort no, of... because it's their job not to panic, panic is it? Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. It wasn't sort of... <coughs> but it felt realistic <coughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. It well, wasn't sort of glorified for Hollywood. It was... No, and it showed that they were... Yeah. I mean, I know they're far off, so there is time that they need to take to, to get the helicopters, but the other ship that was with them, that was obviously going to get the oil and take it away, they were the ones that... I agree. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were the ones that did all the rescuing, really, didn't they? They, did they were the ones that saved... saved um, I've got a question. Um, what was that other ship doing there? Gonna get all the mud and all the oil. I think it was gonna take was it away. I think supposed, yeah. something like that. I I that there was definitely a mention of that. Yeah, at the start yeah. wasn't it? Because when they were coming in, they were like, "Why is he there?" I remember saying, "Why is he there?" And then yeah. I can't remember the answer. That's where it started to click for me because then it started going, "Oh, okay, they're gonna start drilling." And then they're going to get all yeah. the oil and put it on that, and then they're going right, to take it away. And I think the key point was Kurt Russell's character knew that it wasn't ready to be drilled or it shouldn't be drilled. Yeah, obviously. yeah, and he yeah. got there, and they were already there waiting, and he was like, "Well, why, why are you here? We've not got like clearance to do this yet." Yeah, but I didn't realize. Do you know the phone call bit where they were all calling in and being like, "We have to," because they had to get a few different calls to sort of pinpoint a where it was, yeah. and then they got the satellite image. Yeah. Do you know the ship that was there that was supposedly there to take the oil on the mm. board or whatever? I know, I know they were probably like shitting themselves because they were about what twenty odd meters, probably more than more that. than that. But yeah, I get your yeah. point. Like, did they not have the that technology to ring up and be like, "Listen, we're stood right." We're they just they right were trying, weren't they? Mm. I, I didn't know if they were. Or they, um, that was I think we were initially. I think we were initially trying. Mm. But another bit that confused me just shortly after that was that what was that? Bird that flew into their um, oh the helicopter that was the one bit that they were trying to get about the environment I thought like the animals oh the ones yeah, yeah. yeah. it was covered in oil yeah. and it was like getting in their way yeah. I did think that's that what they were trying to do happen. that's a pretty weak well yeah attempt. that's well that was the only like, reason I thought it was there. covered in oil wasn't well, it well that was one yeah. of the massive things about it oh the wildlife yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I think as well it was trying yeah, to give true. it was trying to tell the guys on that boat that was their clue that, that there was something going on. Yeah, I think, I think it was probably just in there because that was something that was affected. I, yeah, that, that, but what was so what was so strange was the way that was I guess foreshadowed in the beginning with the helicopter, where, where they just oh, flew just straight, straight where the yeah. bird just flew straight into the helicopter. Yeah, it was like, and it was like, oh shit, I'm superstitious. Yeah, <laughs> can you take off your magenta tie, please? Because that's bad luck. I thought that bird though that that looked very realistic. That was really good. Uh, looked alright. Yeah, yeah. yeah it all didn't have disclosure. Yeah, no, bottom, I, was, like... I was impressed right with the. With uh, the no, no pelicans were harmed in the film in the making of this film. Yeah. At the bottom of the credits, but they well. were in 2010. You bastards. Yeah. <laughs> VP. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what amazed me: the fact that only 11 people died. Yeah. Mm. Well, again, it's a dramatization. <laughs> so. Yeah, a lot uh, more died in the film. Pretty No, I mean, no, uh, I mean, I mean, so. Um, you might think more people would have, should have died, in that but it reality. looks yeah. a yeah. lot worse probably than yeah, like yeah. But he said at the end, didn't he, when he's reading the list out, um, is there anyone from the Mud station or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was so those guys. Oh yeah, it was basically the guys, guys who. Yeah. And that's what obviously brought me to that question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being it contained and what have you. Mm. I want to go back to um, something you said at the beginning, Harry, uh, about their. Negative pressure test. 
Yes. Mm. And you were confused how um, it came back as a good test when it looked like something hor- horrific was about to happen. Because start well, zero, was... end in zero. Yeah, it? I got but it eventually. It, well, it was just that the whatever it got blocked, kind of got it, blocked it? it up. It's yeah. like John it Mal- like cut off whatever John was Malkovich. creating the profe- John Malkovich actually explained it really well. Just cut me off. Yeah, John Malkovich, I thought explained that really well. Like that wasn't confusing to me. That day. yeah, that's when I started to understand it. Like when he was saying, "Well, if you do another test on the kill line, then we know that it, the problem's there." That that made sense to me. Yeah, that's but, not what I meant. Yeah. Okay, well, sorry. No, so yeah, because it, it was after the kill line one where he said, oh yeah, this is a good test, but actually, obviously the test was inaccurate, wasn't it? Mm, mm. So that's what we're talking about because yeah. you saw something get mm. clogged up in the yeah. pipe or whatever, so that was mm. cutting off whatever yeah. was, was creating the pressure. Mm. Um, but again, at that point, I just thought, wouldn't they have some kind of way of telling if something like that yeah. was to happen? You think the tech would You'd think there would advanced. be something, but yeah. I, I don't know. You know. And... I just thought, like, I kind of, I did get it, event. like, it took me a while, mm. but it was just, like, there was various parts where they'd, like, z- film down into the sea and see some, some sort of, shots like, the, sea, the, sea, the seabed erupting stuff out of it or whatever it was mm. coming out of, and that's the parts I thought, oh, shit, someone's going to go down, and it didn't lead to anything from that, and there was a random bit where Mark Warburg... It did, it, it did lead... Well, it, Eventually, but it was like they did it quite a few times before then the eruption, and I knew the eruption was going to happen when it did because they built up the tension, which was again I agree with what Jack said before, very good, and it was it hooked me. But then there was another weird bit where they zoomed into the sea to show us the seabed, where Marky Mark just decided to flip a coin into the sea, and it didn't mean anything. Well, I think that was just again, it was it was just. It was it was a nice it was what they considered a nice shot of just following the coin (laughs) down there and then it showing the seabed again, uh, looking about like it's about to erupt. Maybe the seabed shots, but I I did like when they go to the inside. I'd say it it probably did the seabed shots a bit too much. It's kind of like solidifying our knowledge. Yeah, it's it's like I know this thing's gonna blow up. Yeah, so you know. What are you talking about? The inside the pipes. With the oil, I quite like that. But you didn't. I just thought it looked really cheap and tacky. I didn't. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it looked very. Yeah, but it's not going to look good. It's like I don't know. It's not. Like, I don't <laughs> think it did. I thought it was a bit too CG. I know what you mean. Like a really bit bad bit of CG at the start when the helicopter was landing. Yes. Bloody hell! I'm terrible there. Oh, I don't think I was paying much enough attention <laughs> at that point. I didn't it notice. It really bad. It was floating in. Yeah. Like, oh. Tell you what though, these BP guys. I mean. <laughs> When they, I like the shit. Starts, well, they start off and he Piece starts rolling off what's wrong with it and what did he say, about 10% of the whole... There's 390 rate. machines on board that needed that fixing. Needed fixing. Mm. So and then, why when they go and do the pressure test, does the BP guy go, well, hang on a minute, there's just bound to be something wrong with that with that, <laughs> that pipe, let's use another one. Well, whoa, 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 no. <laughs> let's not go any further and let's get the pipe that you think is bro- broken... Fixed yeah. first. That's all. You know, isn't it? They, they had no interest in fixing anything. No, they didn't. They didn't yeah, care yeah, for okay. the right, well, yeah, yeah. Of the workers, which, well, as is shown in the film, yes, yeah. but we don't know what it's like in yeah. reality. But he <clears throat> made a <laughs> comment, and he said, "Oh, be." I think Mark Wahlberg said to John Malkovich, that "BP's a two hundred sixty million dollar company." And John Malkovich. Quick as flash, there two hundred sixty-six billion. Actually, mm, yeah. you know, it's all about making money. And he said, oh, you, and he was like, just trying oh, to cut you, oh, you think you think you hungry 
whatever he said uh, would be good at math at least or maths as we say in English Mark um, <laughs> but it's just like oh god come on yeah it's just just stop the cutting corners wasn't it Joe oh, I think that's why yeah, working was, man just wanted to just working yeah. man no. they really didn't to want to spend even more money on but it really dri- like it really was trying to drive it home at yeah. the very end with the uh, with its mention of um, John Malkovich having his charges dismissed in 2015 yeah, it's interesting yeah. yeah but I mean I mean, to, to think about it, it did come, like, supposing this is true, it did come back as a good test. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of went, okay. Yeah, it was kind of a group decision. Yeah. I know they were pressured into why, it. But... Why at this point, you know, you talk about decision-making, Kurt Russell, why go for a shower at that point? Yeah, that yeah. was off. For Christ's sake, I mean... Just they... He probably didn't know, did he? Well, no, no just, just there, just there. Yeah. You know. yeah, I also noticed a severe lack of um, blindness in the real... Uh, yeah, Kurt, Kurt the real guy. Yeah, the real guy. His, his his eyes seem to be fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> didn't look, did, didn't yeah. look like he got glass in his yeah, eyes. Doesn't matter how long after the nap none. Yeah. Looks like a pretty bad injury. It didn't, it didn't yeah. look reparable. <laughs> I think <laughs> glass shards in your eye. It yeah. was. It was. Yeah, it was obviously just there for the effect. And and, and the, the shower scene was right after the safety awards scene. Like, yeah. I didn't need that. Was that just because... Another cliche. Yeah, was that the intention that the two guys, like, the absolute dipshits that came from the office, who didn't have a clue what was going on, and uh, he had to, like, take them on the on the helicopter, and they're like, thanks for taking us. And he's just like, oh, well, I didn't really have a choice. They, were they, like, intentionally taking, getting him out of the yeah, yeah, office? I yeah, so, I th- yeah, that's what I gathered. But it just seemed a just bit to like show up. it's just a bit of PR in it from BP. Mm. I think that's yeah. supposed to be. Well, they had the logo all over the, every like Tom Dick and Harry in the fucking film. Like, oh yeah, you you work for BP? That's a shirt. Like it was very. But in that, sorry, what, what was your point there? I wasn't really. Just I didn't know whether like it, what I thought was that they'd gone. Oh, come and get this award, so that then the the main dickhead could like cam like pressure the other guy who was a bit weaker than. The, I can you know, see we getting that. It didn't. I don't think that was because it made the only reason that makes me think that wasn't the case is that the two people that took him to the ceremony didn't really have a clue what was going on at all. So I don't think they'd be that clued up as to think, "Oh, we'll get him out of the way." I hope that wasn't the intention because that's fucking stupid. Yeah, that's what I thought, but uh, I don't know. It might have been. I hope it isn't. It's just I'm something just... that crossed my mind. Cause I'm going to tell... say. I'm going to say it isn't. Cause... Yeah, because the other reason it made me th- feel it was because. But then it is not want to be there. It isn't. But then why would they have set up a whole ceremony? No, it I, was weird. It doesn't make any sense to me. Not and the fact that they. Had I hated that walkers. whole thing actually. Well, the, yeah. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like that ceremony thing. No, it's all, just stupid. Yeah, it was like all the workers that were there eating their ice cream. Like I know they need a rest and stuff, but from my impression, they just got on board because Marky Mark had, and. Like, if they're at this massive decision-making process and they're like, shit's going to go down in a minute, why isn't everyone at, like, at hand ready to do the job? Like, rather eating than their ice cream. eating their ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Little things like that that I didn't... But I know it's a movie and they have to make it interesting. No, no, that's not an excuse. <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> no. It has to be real. <laughs> um, we're getting on a bit in time. Has anyone got anything else they want to say about this? No, I don't think so. Nope. nope. Right. Favourite scenes then, guys. It's got to be the first time when the guy goes up to the, one of the mm. yeah? workers yeah. just, you know, touches his little it. finger and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it for you, yeah? Mm. All right. And, and the flow starts. That was good. I, I did like that. Tell you what I, I also liked, the times when it sort of, the sound just stopped. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we only did it a few times. I just think it's just coming back to me now. Yeah, it was nice. When the oil was going... But then one of those times room. was a God Bless America moment. Yeah, one of the times. Yeah. The first time we did it, quite nice. Actually. That was good, yeah. But yeah, but I think that's my favourite scene. Okay. The, mm-hmm. the first explosion. All right. Um, <clears throat> Jack, were you just agreeing with that or are you, have you got another one? I did really like that scene. I also like the scene where Marky Mark is trying to convince that woman to jump with him. Because yeah. um, it also had a really good shot of the two of them standing on the on the top with the rage of fire going on behind them. Mm. Quite a nice shot there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I have, yeah, I think I'll have to go with the same as Henry's because I just thought it built the suspension, the the uh, tension, really well. And, the pressure. <laughs> yeah, the pressure. The pressure. The pressure built nicely there, and uh, and the characters' reactions I thought was realistic. Uh, so yeah, that's mine as well. Good Either of you got yours? Uh, I'd probably go with the same two, like the the one with the the guy and touching the pipe and stuff, mm. and the last one. Two of the best scenes. I did like the shower thing. I liked the way he was clued into the whole thing because it gave him less power. Like because he didn't have, he couldn't really do anything about it at that point, which I thought was quite nice. Um, well, not nice for him, but obviously. And but just off the little a more light-hearted moment of the whole film, just the little windscreen wipers that we <laughs> that made me chuckle. Oh, uh, on the on the after, yeah, because it was just like it's little light relief. I like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure that was his intention. I know, but you've got as a as a as a, the screaming and then it comes out. I don't know because it starts and it just goes. As a spectator, everyone's screaming on the ground in pain, dying. <laughs> no, but it was, goes, no, it's okay, guys. Like <laughs> it was very intense, and oh, I think there was there dying. <laughs> there was a line after it, like as as they were cleaning up the the mud off the glass and the blood. And it had all yeah, <laughs> it had all sort of settled down a bit, and they thought they had everything under control. And I swear, one of the guys in the office went, "It's all right, guys, we've yeah, we've got this." Yeah. And then like about thirty seconds later, bang again. Like they didn't expect it to happen. Like they just rested on the laurels a bit. I thought it was a bit. It was just a nice moment mm. but after the, after the tension and the <laughs> nice, nice. and the like trauma of everything that had happened. Okay. I thought that was kind of it's nice. always good to see some windscreen up, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect them to appear. Okay, uh, Joe. Yeah, I mean, all those I really liked, and I think it's hard to pick one scene because they're yeah. not really scenes, are they? It's it's one continuous scene. I felt this this film. Yeah, it's just because it's an massive, event, isn't it? Mess of it's chaos. One big, big, something big, I liked once it started, flow. it didn't really. No, it didn't break. No break. It was no break. It was. Yeah. It flowed really nice, actually. Yeah, it did. Um, Which is probably why he came out thinking it was shorter than it was. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so all of those, but I'd probably add to the mix as well. A bit of an off, an off, off the wall one. You know when that guy went up to the crane? They were all in yeah. the lifeboat to sacrifice himself to try. And... Yeah, now, I don't think he was. Well, I think he thought that he was. He may well die, but everybody else was like, "Come on, get down now." But he took about a lifetime to do it. He was just standing there. He was just sat there. Just like... He a good view. You know. (laughs) And he went up and he moved his crane, obviously, or whatever. Um, And he could have ran down. This is where the the cringy, poor, God bless America... Yeah. With the flag still not on fire, just waving away in the background. And I've got to admit, I mean, I don't really see many people sort of falling up, you know, oil rigs that often. But (laughs) I felt that he, he... his death was I didn't shit. really like his death. He looked like he was a. He looked like a mannequin. He did. Definitely, yeah, yeah, it was. It was it a cartoonish a moment straight it out really of Titanic. Did. That wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I'm going to go with that just because it's a bit different. More like Poseidon Adventure than like Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it just it just reminded me of that bit in Titanic where the the, the boat 
tips completely yeah. and then a guy falls and he whacks on the thing and it looks as cartoonish as uh, it does in this but you know yeah. I guess how else are you supposed to portray someone doing that <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, yeah I'm, I, I wouldn't go with the point where the guy is walking up and touching the thing because I feel like that's a bit cliched in itself where someone notices some rumbling going on and then they mm. slowly creep up to it and notice it and then oh, all shit. hell yeah yeah exactly <laughs> oh, oh shit you kept saying that didn't they yeah they did yeah. oh shit shit the black guy did <laughs> his only away. line oh <laughs> for no, no reason but um, I will I will go with um, that first impact of, of absolute chaos and all that right up until uh after Kurt Russell takes the glass out of his foot. Ooh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like me that was. That was nice. That was nice. So, yeah, that's mine. Okay. All right, what All are right. we giving this out of ten? Um, ooh, I think I'm going to go seven and a half. Okay. Mm. I think, yeah. Because, yes, the, the start was poorly put together and the writing was poor. And, but once it all started... Um, I thought from then on in, all the way to the finish with the with the real footage and the still images of the eleven men. I thought that was a really nice way to finish. Um, great action, great effects. I thought the whole thing looked realistic, apart from a couple of moments that we've discussed. So cool. seven and a half. All right, Woody. Uh, I think I'll go for a seven. Um, first half hour, just I just didn't enjoy it at all. Um, but once we're on the rig, <coughs> excuse me, once we're on the rig, fantastic. Um, really didn't mm. like it. Uh, so yeah, seven. Yeah, I'd probably go seven, to be honest. It was well made mm-hmm. and well acted for the dura- the majority of the scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not really much I can say about it. I like the it's ending. Fun. <laughs> I like the ending. I liked how it hit home. Yeah, the actual um, ending with the facts and that and the names. Yeah, I like that in a film. I like in a film based on a true story. Yeah. When they show you the people, it's in all of them, mate. Well, no, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen several that don't, and I'm very disappointed when they don't. All right, but I think because I I knew it was a true story throughout, but sometimes you get lost in the all those cliche moments and yeah. the Hollywoodness of the film. It brings and it back to reality. At the end, yeah, it? you sometimes forget that it did happen yeah. to these people and that they are real people yeah. and that they have families that were affected. And I did like that scene at the end. Sorry to backtrack. Just where he get Marky Mark gets into the hotel and he's safe, whatever. And that dickhead of a guy who looked like Triple H oh, actually oh, came and started. Did my son get out? Yeah, like, and that... he didn't tell him who his son was for a start. So he was like, <laughs> "I don't know who your son is." No, no, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I get what it's trying to do, and I kind of, I kind of like the idea of it, but too aggressive. Yeah, way but, too way aggressive. Way too aggressive. No one would, the yeah, no one would. Yeah. Jesus, that. you don't and even know this guy. Surely more people would come to assist a lot more soon than they did because. He yeah, was like Marky Mark at that point was walking with like no energy because mm. he just. I see, I see what they're doing. The guy, the guy's frantic about his son. Yeah. He's so worried. You know, that's that's the level of urgency Panic. that Kate Hudson, mm. Hudson should have been at. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe they did it to like just fill in <laughs> yeah. like Kate and but shit. way too far, way yeah. way yeah, too aggressive. Too yeah, um, and it was really just to add to Marky Mark's breakdown. But it didn't need it. His breakdown was great. I yeah. liked. I liked mm-hmm. him first having his panic attack when he was finally yeah, safe. Yeah, no, that, that was good. That was good. Yeah. And then, yeah, his breakdown in the hotel room I liked. Yeah. And so it didn't need a guy yelling in his face yeah, to no, get that across. No, no. He was doing. He was doing pretty well without him. Yeah. 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 Were you giving it, Joe? Yeah, I'd probably go with seven as well. Um, I thought it was a really good film. As I said, flowed really nicely. Great length. Um, 
active for the majority was 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 on par. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, great great effects. I just thought it was yeah, really good film. Seven and a half sounds right to me. I'll uh, I'll go with that. I uh, I did love it, and despite the problems with the beginning, once it once it gets going. I think it's pretty superb. Mm. I think it's a lot of fun. And especially, a, a lot, I, I don't want to say a lot of fun because that sounds pretty bad. It's quite, it's, it's quite easy to get this sort of film wrong. Yeah. Oh, very, yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. Disaster films like this. And I was really impressed with the with the cinematography, with the filmmaking mm. and the way it was all done. Uh, I really loved it and I would say it's well worth a watch and it's a perfect length. Joe. Yeah. Um... Just those few issues in the beginning, though I did like some of the humour that it went with. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's once he's on the rig. I mean, yes, the, the stuff at mm. the start in the house mm. was just yeah. awful. Mm. I appreciated the temp- the attempt at um, the background story. The, yeah, tra- tra- yeah, trying to explain it in that kind of way yeah. instead of just like you know getting a narrator on or something. <laughs> and as he's driving into, or, or just into a, the chopper, getting some gas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See you in three weeks, Just honey. get on with it. But, um, yeah, the rest of the film really makes up for it. So, seven and a half for me. All right, it's time now for uh, another edition of Quiz Night. Can we have the jingle, please, Dale? It's the Quiz Night theme tune for film. Jack. Thank you very much. This week, Jack is the quiz master, and uh, Harry is going to be participating, but he is unable to actually gain any points from it. They'll be all good to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's all going to be absolutely nothing to you. That's fine with me. But, you know, have fun with it. I'll try. And, uh, yeah. Jack, do you want to read us the scores so far? Yes, the scores so far. I'm on four out in the lead. Uh, Rich, okay. Richie close behind on three mm. and then Joe and Henry on one apiece alright so that's how things stand cool are you ready with the first question I am now we have uh, actually mentioned this in the review but anyway we'll start easy then mm-hmm. question one what was the name of the test that Jimmy demanded was carried out to the BP executives near the start of the film are we ready yeah yeah question two immediately upon arrival at the rig Jimmy is concerned about two things. What two things is he concerned about? Half a point for each. Oh, my God. So he's come off the helicopter, and straight away he's noticed two things that is concerning him. Half a point for each concern that he has, please. Jesus. Question three. Upon seeing the blowout, Andrea immediately does something before being stopped by her boss. (laughs) (laughs) What did he stop her from doing? Oh, dear. Question four. Everyone ready? Mm-hmm. In a light-hearted discussion between Andrea and Mike, Andrea mocks Mike for owning what make of car in one of the cheesy ge- in one car. of the cheesy lines. Don't think about wait, all wait, 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 what? So say again. So in one of their little jokey discussions, Andrea mocks Mike for owning what make of car? She, what whole car he owns? Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Jesus. Jesus. Mocking herself. Yeah. Oh, I've no fucking idea. Then. Yeah, they are talking about her situation with the Mustang, but it's not her, her car that she. Mm. Yeah. And finally, then, quite an easy one to finish. The 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 disaster was very unsubtly foreshadowed early in the film. What happened? Oh, there's about five different answers to this. There's no. There's one obvious okay. foreshadowing. Okay. Well, maybe very unsubtle then. at the beginning. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Ready for answers then. Question mm. one was, uh, what was the name of the test that Jimmy demanded was carried out to the BP executives, Henry? Deep line test. Harry? The cement test, but I don't know if that's the correct term for it. Joe? Negative pressure test. Richie? It was the negative pressure test. It was. Correct. So, two of you got that one. Question two. Immediately upon arrival at the rig, Jimmy is concerned about two things. What two things is he concerned about, Harry? Uh, The other ship that is already there, and he doesn't know why it's there, and the fact that the team of people that were meant to be doing all these tests have already been sent away and they're leaving before they've done the test. Joe? Yeah, pretty much similar. Why the boat next to the rig was doing that, and why the guys were leaving when they were supposed to be probably doing more. Uh, I got um, the people sorting out the sea mounting le- uh, yeah. test thing were leaving, yeah. and also they were running low on American flags. <laughs> <laughs> Is that actually the second part? Yeah, I, I didn't know oh, okay. what the second one was. So. <laughs> and Henry? Uh, I put the other team leaving on a helicopter, but uh, put no concrete tests being done. But that's why not too many teams on it, it's half in it. Yeah, so, yeah, um, Joe and Harry got it right. So one was, yeah, the other team leaving before... So I got half of that. Yeah, before they've done the task, and the other one was, he doesn't know why the supply boat was so close to the rig. Mm. Question three. Upon seeing the blowout, Andrea immediately does something before being stopped by her boss. What does he stop her from doing? Rich, uh, Joe? Calling a mayday? Uh, Calling a mayday, and I also put for... Pressing the big red button. Jane <laughs> <laughs> the Virgin calling a mayday. <laughs> yeah, I got calling a mayday. Trying to press buttons that she wasn't going to press. Yeah, very easy. We all got that. Question four. In a light-hearted discussion between Andrea and Mike, Andrea mocks Mike for owning what make of car? Richie. The Marky Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Brilliant, brilliant. Henry. I guess the Volvo. Christ, that was I bought Toyota. <laughs> Peugeot. It was a Toyota. Yes. Oh. I just know, sorry, when they filmed the scene where they all pulled into the car park, how many trucks did those... That, no one drove anything but a truck oh, apart from... that's America. Just the, just, <laughs> the, just the woman with the Mustang. That small country. Yeah. It was just crazy. It was yep. like a car salesman. They're all carrying guns as well. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? They, yeah, they need big trucks to carry their big guns. Gay. <laughs> all their roadkill. Yeah. And finally then... So the disaster was very unsubtly foreshadowed early in the film. What happened, uh, Henry? Uh, Coca-Cola cans spurting out. Yeah, the coke exploded when the little girl was trying to do her experiment thing. Yeah, there was an explanation slash demonstration with the coke can. The cola rig exploded. (laughs) (laughs) All correct. That was fucking... I hated that when that happened. It was just so, like... They filmed it for quite I mean, a while. Never, as well. never, it just kept zooming in. Yeah, so it was like, there's more coke on the table. Well, I was thinking is. But they know that everyone knows what happened. Yeah, I know, so, yeah. I know. Mm. It would have been better if like, a little like, bit had come out or something. Someone's going to watch that film and coming out and going, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that was based on truth. Jesus yeah, yeah. So the, so the thing that I, I originally thought it was before I changed my mind was, uh, and I the, think Harry did as well, was yeah. the, the bird flying mm. into the helicopter. What oh. were the fact you were like, you said there was like five foreshadowings? No, so, he said there was a lot. Uh, yeah, there was, well, there was a few. Things. I could think of them too, but I couldn't think of them. Mm. Anyway, so uh, what did we get then in this competitive? Yeah. Well, Joe, I got four. Oh, I got three and a half. Oh, oh, I got four as well. Wow. Wait, do, do we need to do one for the? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just, saying, I'm just asking what I got. Yeah, yeah, I got right. four. So Joe congratulations, Harry, but it's yes. Joe that gets the point. 
Thank you. That's the regular. Oh, congratulations. They both got four. Yeah, well done, both of you. Yeah, no, well done. Yeah. yeah saying, I was more attention to detail on Marky Mark's The McClafferty brothers have taken it this week. What did you get wrong then? The first one was put the cement test. Because oh, okay. he did want to do a cement test as well. No, no, no. He wanted them to cement it down. It wasn't a test. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's the, uh, my whole understanding of this film is just right in the, okay, yeah. flawed. What is it? Massively. Yeah, so, uh, so the scores now are I'm on four, Richie's on three, Joe's on two, Henry on one. Alright. So, well, thanks for those questions, Jack. And uh, until next week, that was Quiz Night. Okay, let's get into some news. And... Um, the uh, the big thing this week is a new trailer for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So, uh, so everyone's thoughts on this latest trailer? Well, we've been we've been quite skeptical. We've been skeptical so far about this. We've been skeptical, and we've said that you know we're not really too interested. And in, is this whole spin-off thing that they're starting with this film a good idea, etc., etc. Um, and those feelings for me haven't haven't changed too much with the release of this new trailer. However, I do. Th- prefer this trailer to the first one we got it's definitely made me yeah a little more excited for it i agree i think i'm a bit more interested after this trailer but uh, still does anyone else feel like it's kind of going into superhero film territory well that's the problem and i think that's what i've said before i think if they're not careful it's just i mean i'm not it's just turning into a a, a big blockbuster film it's turning Mm. into the same Mm. thing as everything else that's coming out it's the same thing as all the other Star Wars before it, you know. Well, there's that as well. Death Star. Uh, where are we in the story? Though? Right. Before, so this is this is hope. this is in between the prequels and the originals. A New right. Hope. So the Death Star is obviously still part of it because it's still there. I don't think it's going to get blown up. <laughs> no. Um, but it's like. So whereabouts are we in the story? It still Star Wars? it still looks like it's a, a heist to. To get things to get from the Death Star, yeah. and or that's, there's that's, some kind of war about it, and that's the it biggest, doesn't seem much different to every other Star Wars story. That's the biggest but. annoyance. Like if it was a, if it was truly a, an original idea, mm-hmm. I'd be much more up for it. But it's just the fact that again we're dealing with the Death Star. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just milking the franchise for what it's worth. You might concern. We've got the one out next year. I mean, why do we need this? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I wish I'd rather just put more. I'm sure the next one in the new trilogy is going to be quite good. I quite enjoyed Force Awakens, mm. but I didn't realise when I first saw the teaser trailer for Rogue One that it was sort of a, diff- a separate sort of storyline-ish thing. And I just sort of was like, I just sat there and said to my friends, "Why have they introduced us to all these new characters?" Who I actually quite liked. I know it was just like a rip off of like the original trio in Force Awakens, but I quite liked them. And then they weren't appearing in the teaser trailer and this new woman was and I was like, oh, they've just ruined it. And now I understand that it's different. Yeah. But it's, they are just milking it for what it's, or it mm. is possibly worth because it's yeah. a moneymaker. But if they do it too much, they <clears throat> could ruin it. And that's my worry. Even though they have already ruined it with like the prequels, I think, which everyone is probably in agreement of. Yeah. But, but they brought it back. Yeah, they did bring it back. I like The Force Awakens. I really like uh, it. I, I think... Again, it was the same story. Yeah, it was just new which story. was which was the main problem with it. Which was the main problem with it, and um, I don't think I, don't re- I really don't think they can um, they can get away with doing that what again. Was it now? Disney, yeah. Disney, yeah. Are, so yeah. Di- Disney. So Disney bought these films out. Is that it? or or is it something? in collaboration? Yeah. Sort of yeah. a, okay. So George Lucas. Sort of... George Lucas doesn't have anything to do with it anymore. Right. Okay. 
What did you make of the trailer, Joe? Like, just looking at that trailer. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I'm not really up on it. Well, you haven't um, seen any of them. You're not <laughs> a fan, are you? So oh, no, I'm, not no, any I'm, not really, I'm not a fan. It's just I'm not really seen them. I've not really been interested in watching them, really. I mean, you know, if I was to sit down and watch it, I'm sure I'd sit through it and, and watch it and what have you, and I'd probably enjoy it. <laughs> you used to love but, the Lego Star Wars games on PS2. Those are great. Yeah, they were good games. Was, were you with us in the the Force Awakens episode. No, I was working one night. It was Christmas oh, time. Right. Okay. Um, I came on the episode though, didn't I? Oh yeah, the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that was funny. But no, I, I, I just from watching it, I you sort of get the gist. It's a bit different to the others, mm. and I could tell sort of that they were trying to like. I think you said you recognise sort of more of a, that's probably why. Yeah, but no, more of a superhero style and more of a the guy in the black suit that was Darth Vader. <laughs> more of a trying to you know. Trying to be like everything else and, yeah. and just, it just throwing them out just to make money. It does feel you a bit like that. To me. It you does feel like feel it's trying it. to be yeah. everything else. It does feel like it's trying to do what it's doing. But why with Star the Wars is such a good franchise is because it's not like everything yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's good. And at the moment, that's why I like it. At the moment, that's the last thing we need is more of what we're getting. Yeah, yeah. We need change. Mm. We need. Three more Star Wars films, and then that's it. Yeah, I think so. You know, if you're going to have the same plot, and this is the problem with Two more Star Wars. Sorry. The problem with Star Wars, and I'm a massive fan of the franchise, is it's the same story every time. Mm. And it's getting a bit annoying. Um, but with this new idea, this new story, again, I'm not interested. I'm just not interested. Like what Harry Matt said. Mickelson, I like him, but didn't really, didn't really feel him in that trailer. Riz Ahmed in it or was I seeing that was he I didn't yeah, see that sure I saw was. someone that looked like him I wasn't sure it was him yeah, I'll check I that think out. it wasn't but w- I agree with what Harry said about the, the trilogy with the new one that's coming out next December the, the episode 8 I'm looking forward to that mm. um, and I'm interested in those characters yeah you know Ray and Finn and but don't push it I don't I don't need to see a young Han Solo film no oh hope yeah and, yeah. and the reason I'm looking forward really to don't the, care about that. the reason I'm looking forward to this next one yeah. that's coming is out it, Riz Ahmed is in Rogue One yeah. right, that's coming out next year is because that I think that will be a completely new story because we're picking up from where the last one left off Yeah. so they cut, there's no way they're going to be able to re- if, recreate if they uh, if they have any brains they'll have listened to the criticisms that everyone had for The Force Awakens which was that it was a carbon copy of A New Hope well yeah. they are right. Listen, and that was the only real the, criticism this is the synopsis on. Mm. Uh, well it wasn't the only one but maybe it was the big one. This is the first sentence of the description on, on Google. In a time of conflict, a group of unlikely heroes band together on a mission to steal the plans of a Death Star, the Empire's ultimate weapon of destruction. That's the first sentence. Sorry, was that a description of A New Hope or yeah. the new film? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's really I want to see what the one for New Hope was, because I bet it's just the same, like, word for word. Yeah, read up the New, a new Hope one. <laughs> so the other, the other problem with uh, The Force Awakens that everyone had uh, was the way it dealt with a certain iconic character's death. Yeah. It's quite difficult. The Imperial, the Imperial forces hold Prince Leia hostage. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, because it it felt a bit flat. Yeah. I don't think we talked that much about this because we were still on a high when we did our review. <laughs> yeah. um, what, 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 what? So, so, but so, 10 months later, so, you, you yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a lot of, a lot of um, criticisms that uh, the, the Force Awakens had was the way it handled uh, Han Solo's death. Uh, in that it kind of didn't really give as much attention to it as it should have done. Yeah. It was very glazed over, wasn't it? It, it was a bit. After the initial incident, it was very glazed over. Um, Leia just gave Ray a hug, which was a bit weird. Yeah, 
It should there should have been more of a there should have been more of an after effect mm-hmm, uh, was the general consensus definitely yeah um, which I tend to uh, agree with on reflection yeah I agree with that right. has anyone got anything else you want to say about this no, <laughs> no. okay let's uh, move on then to things that we've watched this week and the first thing to bring up is that uh, Henry and Joe and I all went to see Louis Theroux's My Scientology movie mm, looking forward to hearing about this yeah, you yeah. didn't make it, Jack. No. <laughs> Get to explain yourself. Apologies. I was with uh, Danielle, actually, that night. Mm. Just Love way- before mates. Just the way things... <laughs> Very <laughs> crude. God. It's just the way things fell. It was unfortunate, but yeah. Anyway, so... I don't know, should I show... Should I hope I she doesn't listen. You or... just said it was unfortunate. It was unfortunate <laughs> timing. You think I should? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, yeah, okay, so we'll... Um, We'll show a clip for this, or... Yeah. Here's a clip. Hello? Can I just give you a, a letter? We're doing a documentary about Scientology. Wait, I've got... Scientology. Scientology. A religion created by a sci-fi writer, run by a mysterious leader, David Miscavige. So this is my chance to experience Scientology firsthand. You need to leave. How are you still Mr. Squirrel? You guys are trespassing. Got anything to say? It's okay, we have a permit. Why are you here? He's right behind us now. We have their attention. Why are they doing this? It's just not like any church that you can think of. Gradually, I realized they were never going to let me in. I began thinking of another way inside. I was the baddest ass dude in Scientology. Scientology. You can't film me. Scientology. I knew that there would be consequences. Was there someone on the inside who was somehow a mole? Scientology. Your happiness is a course away. Thank you! You believe so much they can convince you of anything. Scary, huh? Scientology. Little bit. Tell him to stop filming me. Well, you're filming us. Tell him to well, stop. Well, you tell him to stop. Tell him to stop. You tell him to stop, and I'll tell him to stop. Thanks, guys. They say it brainwashes people. Do I look like I'm brainwashed to you? All right, so uh, my Scientology movie is directed by John Dower and stars Louis Theroux. synopsis is Louis documents his investigation into what goes on behind the scenes of the infamous Church of Scientology Mm. and we're treating this one as though it were one of our secondary uh, Final Film Society reviews guys what did you think of this film? Um, I really enjoyed it I'm a massive massive Louis Theroux fan Mm. Um, seen pretty much everything that he's done over the years but this was his this was his first um, major film, wasn't it? In terms of being screened at a cinema, and you know, I think so. What the um, event cinema thing or was it something? Whatever they build it as, mm. anyway. Um, One night only, sort of thing. Just so they can charge thirty pounds. Yeah, just so we can charge. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well, it was obviously uh, it was obviously <laughs> a, a flat charge throughout the country, though, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. it was um, no, but I, I think it was great. Um, the insight. Um, that we got was 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 unbelievable. The use of archive footage, I thought, was really good. 
quite confused at the start as to what exactly what was happening because we missed the first five minutes. Mm. Yeah, and um, it was a bit different. It was a bit different in the way it was done to his to usual, his usual stuff. Um, so there was a lot of use of actors mm. to um, reenact the things that they couldn't get yeah. because they, they they couldn't really get access into the Scientology well, yeah, church, mean, yeah. of course. Uh, so they acted out a few things with the help of, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, that was uh, with them throughout the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it was basically an ex-Scientologist yeah, but he was quite a prominent member of the, oh, yeah, yeah. the church, wasn't he? Yeah, and there were a few as well. If you want to call it that. <laughs> but it was it was great. It was eye-opening, and yeah. it was really light-hearted and funny. Well, he was hilarious. Well, I mean, he yeah. always is Louis, and he's always got this yeah, deadpan but, yeah. delivery of his lines. <laughs> yeah. and, and the people he had to deal with were just, oh, God, mm. Mm. just horrible, weren't they? To oh, him, they were. Yeah. horrible to him and his crew insane. and everything. Mm. But he just, professional as ever, just sort of, yeah, batted it off, yeah. and a lot of laugh, laughter throughout. Yeah. It was, actually. it was great. Yeah, yeah. Mark Rathburn whole... was was the name. That's of the... him. Yeah, Mark Rathburn. Yeah, the so he was yeah. he ten, he was the guy that was um in the, the cult, was... should we say, or in, in in the religion for many years, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And he was one of the top guys, really. Inspector and was he? Inspector what? General was it? Inspector something General. like that. Inspector General, and he was the one in charge of all the um. Should we? Well, I don't know. Should we call it physical? Enlightenment and, and sort of <laughs> keeping everybody in check and making sure that they obeyed the religion. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were they were part of the Sea Orgs, weren't they? Sea Orgs, mm. yeah. Where they all dressed up in the Navy outfits. Even apparently the dog yeah. dressed up in a Navy outfit. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, madness. But like uh, like John Dower said in the um, there was there was a live Q and A screening after the film with John Dower and uh, Louis Theroux and Adam Buxton uh, hosting it. Uh, like he said, he, he, the, when he approached it, he wanted it to be more like uh, Louis' weird weekends, yeah, uh, rather than the more serious stuff that he's done recently. He's, he has done some bloody harrowing topics. Mm. Um, well, Savile was only out the other week, wasn't it? Yeah, and then there's there was the brain injury one uh, before mm. that, mm. and so so this one definitely is more of a canvas for him to bring out mm. his his funny side, which yeah. I don't I don't yeah I don't think he has had the chance to do more recently mm. uh, so it, it was nice to see that back and to see him being his quirky funny self mm. and I, I I really enjoyed it I didn't know that I really didn't know that much about Scientology um, I, I knew a little bit I knew I knew a bit but I didn't know I knew, certainly didn't know well, we, when we were fun. leaving the cinema we, obviously we were talking about it and yeah. saying to you guys I knew that there's been I knew David Miscavige was and I knew that mm. there's been allegations of you know people getting beaten up and all, right. all this sort of thing mm. but I didn't know to the degree that we found out in the film mm. um, how how intense it was in that room the hub mm. or was it the hub yeah, yeah. Um, some of those reenac- reenactments were quite startling yeah. weren't they you know? yeah. yeah and the fact that also while they were in the religion it was quite regimented it was quite sort of like you will you, you. but I like the idea that I they said to pay to they were yeah they had to pay to be to go up the levels and be higher up in the religion mm. and at the same time although they were held against their will nobody felt like they were being held against their will because they were sort of brainwashed weren't they the other way around so they, they weren't looked, being they held weren't against being held against their will but they felt like they were because to leave Scientology was basically, as, as he rude, said, as he said, was to commit suicide. To commit suicide because yeah. their entire life is in there. Yeah. yeah, and when they do, so or, 
Did you you, have, you have to be really fucking desperate to to, to leave. Leave, mm-hmm. and then Which when they do was. leave, or if they get a, get away, then they get followed everywhere. Squirrel badges. Yeah, squirrel busters. busters. Squirrel busters, where they're literally outside the house day in day out with cameras harassing, harassing, harassing them constantly. Yeah, and it came to a point where this Mark he had to get a plane to to his wherever he was you know, from filming. So so if that if that's happening to you and you're you know being followed and watched and cannot. There's nothing you can do about that. Can the police not sort of? They're not actually. No, there's not doing really anything, anything wrong. Do. They're just. They're like gypsies. <laughs> they know the law. So they went out <laughs> filming for four hours, and a, a van was following them for the four, whole four hours, just every turn yeah. and everything. Yeah. Very Madness. Funny. scenes when he had. Oh yeah. But the, the camera crew was filming. There was a camera crew filming Louis, who were hired by. Miscavige just to follow him around. Yeah. And Louis just woke up and say, Hello. Yeah, 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 he was great. What do you want? What's your name? You ask him all these little nice questions. Yeah. Just, we're not saying anything. Are you making a documentary too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything about any of this. I have quite been, it's been interesting to listen to. Yeah, you should so watch it. You should definitely, definitely see it. Definitely we'll watch this. DVD, I think. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's, it's not and in I'll, cinema. And I'll get it. I definitely want to watch it. Oh, have you, have you seen a lot of his stuff then, Louis Farouk? No, and I didn't know any of anything of Scientology or the religion that is. You should you should get on to watching some Louis Farouk stuff. Like, it's on Netflix, a lot of yeah, his stuff. there's a lot of, lot of um, stuff. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his as well. Uh, I think yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah, all are, really. Love him. Great. What sort of came, came hitting home, in a way, was the Tom Cruise idea as well. Because I always knew that he was a yeah, yeah. Scientologist. Well, that's the only thing I've I heard think, of three. Yeah, I think everyone knows that, that Tom Cruise but is, is in it. I, and, and I knew that he was he was quite sort of his belief in it, but he was basically really the second highest, wasn't he? Only because of yeah, yeah, yeah. his status as a yeah, celebrity. Yeah. yeah, but the fact seeing that scene at the end of him sort of like well, him and him, him, shaking, him, shaking hands, hands shaking on the stage. Hands. That was fucking it? crazy, actually. He's not no, he's not in it, but it's they, they just use, use old footage. footage, old footage, footage but they, did you say they have someone to act, act as him? Yeah. They, they, why didn't they, they just? Ask him to, if he believes in that much, he's a massive fan. Why didn't no, they? Because, so because they're ridiculing. Oh, because they're taking. Okay. No, but uh, yeah, there's no way Tom Cruise would have <laughs> gone, <laughs> yeah, along, okay. gone along with this. Um, but yeah, it shows uh, archive footage of him at, at the end after. Mm. Uh, what's his oh, sorry what, what's the guy's name David Miscarriage David Miscarriage 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 I know Cabbage I said Miscarriage um, <laughs> David Miscarriage doing a speech and then it just shakes Tom Cruise's hand and it's really weird I thought the weirdest bit um, was the commercial that Tom Cruise was in yeah do you remember that one and he kept do you remember yeah. that the, which one the commercial Tom Cruise was yeah doing? yeah and he was Oh my god! Yeah. It was just bizarre, wasn't it? Because we don't really see any of that as the as the no, public. You, you, really. you said we... you said Joe that oh I don't look at Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise the same way, mm. but I already knew that he's a bit of a psycho because <laughs> everyone knew that he was a psycho. Yeah, because oh yeah, yeah. This, I found out this a while ago. I had to try and find a news article. Probably like the fifteenth time that I watched American Psycho. Did some more googling, and Christian Bale based his performance on Tom Cruise. Because uh, I try to find the article. He looks a bit like him in it, doesn't he? He said he, well, he, Tom man. Cruise did an interview with David Letterman on one of these things in the nineties, mm. and Christian Bale said that um, he was trying to kiss you off. Know, Bale's uh, Bateman's a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. And he said he saw this interview with Tom Cruise. Um, he was just sat, sat there with intense friendliness with nothing between the eyes. Mm. He was really <laughs> taken with his energy because like all this 
laughing when he's not actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise's um, yeah. insanity and uh, involvement in Scientology has been the butt of uh, a, a lot of jokes yeah. throughout. Well, for a, for a very long time, there's been so many parodies of him, haven't there? Yeah, yeah. but I've, even in the archive footage, I just found it quite unbelievable, really. It was just strange watching, to it was watch. It very strange, wasn't so it? So, the archive footage of Tom Cruise, what was he doing? Giving speeches? And... No, it One was... One was a commercial, sort of, yeah. saying, oh, why should join? And he was listing off all these little terms that we have. Some of the terms were brutal, weren't they? I mean, I can't like, remember yeah, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was like an interview with him. Right. Yeah. But, obviously, done by the, by the church. And we wouldn't... It's not really public, is it? Because no. the, you, the only reason you'd see is if you were looking... Into but it's just family. amazing, really, how, how, it's, how it is the biggest cult in the Western world, because mm. the guy who founded it... Apart from Christianity. Well, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> cult. The guy, it was cult. But the guy who founded it was a sci-fi writer. That was his background. Yeah, right? yeah. So essentially just made... So how, how big are we talking? Like, Is it millions of people? Uh, what no, did he say about hundreds couple, of thousands hundreds of thousands and a, about what he said, did he say a couple of thousand in the UK what he said really? well yeah. what, it was it was estimation what he had said was that uh, he thinks the, the people in the Church of Scientology uh, like to overestimate how many yeah, yeah, people yeah. are actually involved yeah. and he thinks it was more in the did he say hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands yeah, yeah. hundreds of thousands and, in there. and also how does this well, America's a big country though so you know did it did it look at did it look at all at how? So let's say you've got a man who's a member of the church. Did it look at how it affects his family and his his yes. wife? So mm. so how does it affect your wife? Well, your... there's a very good example of this in the film actually, um, because there is an there is an ex Scientologist that Louis speaks to. Marty. No, a different one. Oh, the, the guy who's really wife. Bought, and then and Jeff then Fingy. and his wife is still in it. So he left her when he left Scientology. He was in because it. He, he was to, in it since the sixties. That guy. Because mm. y- yeah, because he had to completely leave his life. Yeah, and she wasn't willing to go, and so he still loved her, but you know he had to leave. So it's not possible, for really, f- and to, to have one in, one out. If you're a no, no, and also the, the the wife is in the film because she's the one that follows Louis, and and it's like really? kind of by chance. It's mm. so weird, really. That you know, he he has a conversation yeah. with a multiple or, conversations. Yeah, multiple because she's always the one that's there yeah. and trying to get him to piss off, basically. Because yeah. he was a whistleblower, wasn't he? Yeah, he came out and made a book as soon as he left. Yeah, but he said once he left Scientology, he just couldn't function. He didn't know how to live in mm. a normal life because he'd been in there since 1969. Yeah, he didn't know how to write an invoice, send an email. Because right. they take well, they, they didn't know anything. What do they, they know how to do? They get a bank account for you. Well, you just live in this bubble. You just, you just live in this village, don't you? you don't well, everyone's out. together, or you can live like in your own little address. Well, they have in this, in this particular in the, I was say, yeah, area. Because it was it was in the place where there's this massive. Well, church. But the church owned a lot of land. Yeah, is in a lot of. But land. not that road. But not that road. Not that road. Yeah, public road. Yeah, but beyond a lot of land. Just a little inside joke if you see the film. Do you think that place you went to in America, that little town? I reckon that's like something like that. <laughs> right. I haven't uh, seen the film. Because the people were a bit weird. No, <laughs> everything was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah, you, you get it. It was just comp- yeah, but I think that was just the, the way it was, wasn't it? it? Was I wouldn't like, really, cons- I wouldn't really consider Scientology <laughs> as everything being perfect. I don't <laughs> I mean, know. What, it's, 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 it's not like a Doctor Zeus village people or something. Like, <laughs> what is you know, that? There's this word that they do that. Yeah. What is like the cornerstone of their belief? Like, what is the driving force of their? That without Scientology, the world's just gonna. They, they think they think destroyed. they're saving the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Because and they've got to, when they sign up, they've got to write a dec- they've got to sign a declaration that says for thousands of years, or however well, many one thousands, billion years, one billion years that they will commit their soul. They can live and live and live. They will commit themselves lives. to keeping Scientology alive and, <laughs> and keeping the human race with it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's madness, really. And the, he actually, somebody asked a question, I don't know how they came onto it, but whether it was the biggest or the, or the most prominent cult or something. I, I don't think it is. I, I wouldn't agree with that. In Western society, in the Western, yeah, that's what we said, yeah. In the Western society, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I think that's right. Do you think? Yeah, more speculative. Again, it depends on yeah. what your definition of a cult is. Yeah, no, we're talking... Oh, well, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just amazing that although people know about it, they don't... If you, when you watch it, it you, you just sort of... Your eyes are open to a lot more than what you what you thought you knew. Yeah, it's, it, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great film. Yeah, it really, really it was. was. The Q&A was good as well. It was. It was good. Yeah, and, and so, if, you know, because you said you missed the first five yeah. minutes, so... So when you got in there, was it was it like packed? Like, no, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Did, were you, did you get seats together? Alloc- well, it was allocated seats. Oh, yeah, right. but we didn't really adhere. Well, we to didn't that. go to that one. <laughs> we just Although sat some down people we were, were. some people were like in the middle. Of, they came in like twenty minutes late, didn't they? They were like walking. They didn't just go to the two seats that were free at the side where they could have just sat down. To me and you in like, the civil war. I feel like I feel like, like going right across. Right I feel like there front. were a couple of people that came up. And we were sitting in their seats, and then they kind of just looked around for a bit, and then they decided to just sit down somewhere else. Correct. Yeah. Was it in a big screen? But why do they need to do that? If you like, why just let people sit well, just, wherever? Just, yeah. just but come on, Odin. Yeah, Odin well, we just didn't that. get it right because there's so many people strolling in late. Mm. Just just keep a record of how many tickets you've sold yeah. and let that be it. They're making a killing. The whole screen's paid thirteen fifty. If people, people if people can't find everyone. seats together, then. But, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. Earlier. It's not a, yeah. yeah, it should have been there so, earlier. It's not a big you deal. You don't sit there to talk to your mate next to you. Exactly. Well, some people do. But, uh, <laughs> but no. Okay. Uh, got anything else you want to say about that? Are we... Yeah, I think we're... I don't know if we should do favourite scene, but uh, out of ten, I think we should... Yeah, out of ten. Difficult to say, isn't it? Uh, first documentary. I was going to say. It's... Uh, probably, probably good. good. Pretty good documentary. Eight? Eight. Eight. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, I'd go with that. I'd go with an eight. Yeah. I might, I might need some more thoughts and some more documentaries mm. to review to get a more accurate reading. But mm. yeah, I'll go with an eight. We'll, we'll watch Tickle next. <laughs> I do want to see that. Yeah, I do, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, right, let's uh, move properly into any other things that we've watched this week. Jack, what have you got for us? Um... Not a lot, really. I've watched The Apprentice, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't think we really need to discuss that, really. No. Well, just briefly, briefly. I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's back. Uh, I, I would not... just like to say that I haven't watched yesterday's yet. Uh, well, I'm not, not going to say much. I just want to say that I've watched it basically. I've seen last week's. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's obviously same as it always is. Same as it always is. <laughs> fun. <laughs> fun. I mean, all the. Oh, I don't watch it. The, the, no, you didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, well, the 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 women's team. Uh, Idiots, yeah. and you will see in the next episode. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, uh, nothing more to be said. Both teams, actually. Yeah, the, I'm not being funny. The right? women if, were on another. No, level. I mean in this new one. If oh, right. these, if these people should, are, are the what they call, and I know they're not. Yes, um, it's not. Is it? the, the best, brightest. brightest bunch in the UK. Then <laughs> flipping heck, we must be the worst country <laughs> they're not, they're and the least intelligent country in the world. They're not fooling <laughs> because anyone. They are not the best business people by a 
far or a long time. Uh, well, if they were, they wouldn't think, be on The Apprentice, would they? Yeah, I don't think they're holding any pretense <laughs> that they're looking for good business people. No. <laughs> oh, it's just who's going to make an entertaining show. Who can who can write the stupidest thing on their CV? Yeah, yeah, and apply. There's been some funny ones. <sighs> on. So, years, but I, I still love it. I still enjoy I do. It. It's good fun. Oh, something I, I do want to kind of bring up in case anybody actually watched it was you're fired. Yes, I did. Rod, Gil- Rod Gilbert. Oh, yeah, has well, he I, taken over that? Yeah. Yes, he has. So I watched last week's. Obviously, I watched this week's. Um, I like him. I thought he did well. Yeah. yeah. I, I like thought it was him. good. Uh, I thought it was much better than Jack D. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, still probably not as good as Dara O'Brien but no but I liked him he's good he was he's funny got that, he's a little bit more loose isn't uh, he he's, he's got he's, he's Jack right. D's personality doesn't work on something like this no no he's and monotone isn't he I like Jack D I like it's just, it just clearly wasn't a good fit it didn't yeah, really it didn't fit work, and also I didn't like the other guy that was on it every week Roman, what was oh, Ramesh Raglanath that was it I've stopped watching The Prince I've not watched it for the past two years yeah bored of it yeah I yeah, imagine. I understand that because it is essentially the same thing every year. But still, I still get a kick out of it. I haven't so. watched it this year. So, um, but yeah, Rod Gilbert was funny. He's got a good personality for it. He has. He's very angry. More chatty, isn't he? Isn't he? Is he a Welsh guy? Yeah, yeah. Welsh guy. yeah. I think I've seen him on Live at the Apollo or something like. I, I've I've I not seen that much of him. I I think I've seen Live at the Apollo and I've seen a, a couple of things. His stand-up's very good. But uh, I thought he was good in this. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'm glad about it. Yeah, so did I. Uh, and the only other thing is actually a short film I watched. Um, 16 minutes all it is it's called Curmudgeons oh I saw that yeah, I, watched, oh, I watched this as well have you, yeah, yeah, we... have you seen it 16 minutes it was 16 oh 16 yeah yeah, uh, yeah I, I watched this as well yeah I wasn't going to bring it up but okay <laughs> well may as well yeah, yeah yeah so it's um, it's directed by Danny DeVito and it stars him as well um, also stars the late David Margulies who was in uh, the original Ghostbusters if you've seen that oh yeah um, and also, also Ace Ventura I think Jim Carrey Anyway, he, he he plays this guy called Ralph, who's this old guy in a care home, and he gets a visit from his granddaughter, played by Danny DeVito's daughter, actually. Mm-hmm. And obviously, how'd she get the gig? <laughs> because, it's a family thing, because, though, isn't it? Because it's a short, I, I don't want to say much. Because, but I've never heard of this. But um, it's basically a, they they they. Sure, you need to worry about spoilers for this. No, but I don't want to say much. He gets a visit okay. from an old friend. I'll say that, and his old friend is Danny DeVito, and he comes to visit him, and. I guess the overriding theme of the, the story is just being sort of true to who you are, I guess, a little bit. Old friend. You watch the same thing as I did. His old friend comes back, Danny DeVito. Who do you think he is to Ralph? His boyfriend. Yeah, that's the twist. Not really a twist. Well, I suppose it is in a way. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, anyway, <laughs> he gets a visit from Danny DeVito. And yeah, I guess it's all about his boyfriend, is it? <laughs> yeah. <Or> old friend. <laughs> Which one? I guess it's. All I don't about... know how you can describe it without that being like that's the whole point. Well, of I wasn't the... going to say that. I was just going to say he gets a visit from Danny DeVito. Okay, fine. We won't say it then. Right. <laughs> you said now. Yeah. Right, okay, I can cut it out. <laughs> and it's and it's just all about that and and their relationship and and uh, I actually thought it was it was really good. It had a good balance of comedy and also quite heartfelt. Um, I'm definitely not going to watch it now. No, you should uh, watch it. I didn't think it was very good. Did you not? It doesn't sound very good. I really enjoyed it. I would give it a go. Like, just see what you we'll say. Have you seen it as well, Joe? No, I've not seen it. Although oh, we saw, we saw it, on, it was on Graham Norton. Graham, oh. um, Danny DeVito. Well, that's why. Yeah, I heard about it. Oh, you heard about? It. I, I heard about it because uh, I follow Glenn Howerton on Twitter, who is in, um, who's one of the writers and stars of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and obviously Danny DeVito's in that as well. He, so he'd shared it because of that. I would definitely give it a go. Sixty minutes, you know, and just see what you think. No, don't. No, I'm right. Did you not it, like it? It wasn't good. I, I really liked it. It was just like 
pretentious and Danny DeVito just kind of... Was it? I wouldn't say it was pretentious. It was a family-made film, though, because the, the actual editor and the the editor is his son, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's, a message, obviously there's a message there, but yeah, you know, it, was just, pre- it, it was, wasn't delivered in a pretentious way. It was all... That's all it was, was just this message. Yeah, but... I thought the way it was done was really good. Oh, old friend. Because it, <laughs> it was like... These two old... Um, loudmouth swearing guys, and it was like not a kind of relationship that you'll you've seen that much in in media, really. Um, which I get him doing that, but it just it just wasn't very. I didn't find it very entertaining, really. Yeah. However, I did love the music because it was John Bryan, who I think is an absolutely superb composer. Mm. Often works with Charlie Kaufman. Right, well. He did the uh, score for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm. He's great. So I did enjoy the music in it. Right. I was I'm surprised you didn't like it because I I did, but. If you haven't seen it, I'd say give it a go just to see what you think because it's obviously very short. Crash, you talk, talked about it for about 16 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's... Oh. Yeah, that's it. it. That's it for oh. this week. <laughs> okay. Uh, Woody? Well, I've watched quite a few things but I'm going to have to gloss through now, aren't I? Mm. Finish National Treasure on, <laughs> on a... Channel 4, that's really good. Right, Did you see that, Joe? Did you catch that? No, I didn't. I, I've heard about it and I've not seen one episode but I do want to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Just a four-parter. Yeah. Um, yeah, Just it's just a very well-made programme. And mm. it's very topical because it's about... It was made up, but mm. it was um, Robbie Coltrane playing this sort of um, comedian who had sex offence, allegations of rape made against him. Right, yeah. Um, but the whole st- story is just brilliantly told. And yeah. Julie Walters was in yeah, it as well. She was fantastic. She was really good. Mm. Um, so, yeah, but that was that. Um Started watching Black Mirror again because it's coming back on. Sure. Mm-hmm. Season Re-watching. three is coming on. Yeah, re- oh, yeah crash, refreshing your mind. Yeah. Um, cool. Because we've got the other two series on Netflix. There's only three episodes in a series. Oh, right. Uh, the 21st of October, I think it's what? Yeah. It's next it week. Yeah. Mm. Can't wait for that. It's going to be amazing. And I've se- I've actually seen three films this week. Uh, two of them, 10 out of 10 films. Oh. So nice. the other film, I've got, so I'll start with a film that's not a 10 out of 10. It's Mad Max 2. All right, the original yeah, Mad yeah. Max films. What was that one called? Mad Max Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought they all had different names. Okay. No, I think the third one's called uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh yeah. Is Fury Road the Tom Hardy one? Is that yeah. a fourth or is that a prequel to? Um, no, I think it's fourth? just like a remake. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I found the only one that's seen the original ones, haven't I? I haven't seen them now. Yeah. yeah. They're good. I mean, I've not. I've not actually seen uh, the Fury Road one. Yeah. Well, from what I've heard, they're very different. Yeah, yeah, but it's got the same sort of thing. I mean, it's not that long ago since I watched the original Mad Max, but just very wacky and hmm. crazy, high octane yeah, stuff I wanna, going on. Yeah, I want to see them. Yeah. They are good, they are good. Since I loved Fury Road. Mm. And there were two um, 10 out of 10s that I saw. I forgot to bring the DVD back, which is Nightcrawler. Ah, yeah. Um, oh, wow, wow, what great film. Man. It's great, isn't it? It was just very, very... I, I think it's definitely Jake Gyllenhaal's best... Without a, doubt. Without a doubt, um, I mean, he's he's good. He no, oh, he's very good. And I thought, but this was just as, when I finished it. I just went on Google and just had a look and thought, just to have a look at his films. And I thought, no, that, that's his best performance. Definitely, he was amazing. Mm. Um, Riz Ahmed as well was very good. Yeah, very well made film, and I like I'd like the message that it told him that the whole thing about him selling this selling his footage to of crime to. Um, Broadcasters, yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, from start to finish, I think. 
You guys should watch that. Mm. Very good. Mm. And again, Jake dealing with that character. Um, sometimes he was, I was laughing with him. Other times I was... Yeah, you don't really know what... believe what I was seeing. You don't really know what to think of him, do you? Again, he was a, but, you know, it's this psychopath, wasn't he? He definitely had the psychopathic tendencies that I could see. Um, mm. Just a very interesting story. And a great original idea, actually. Yeah. I remember uh, when I went there to you, you said I'd be getting it next week. Did I say that? <laughs> well, yeah, well next week meant about three months. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then this last film I've seen, oh, it's called Wake in Fright. Have you ever heard of it? No. no. It's made in 1971. It's an Australian film. It got lost for 20 years because of the tapes, or problem with the tapes or something. So it got an international re- release years later. Right. And it, it's one of the best films I've ever seen. Oh, it's amazing it's absolutely incredible it's about this guy an English teacher in the outback in Australia and his aim is to go to spend his school summer holiday with his girlfriend who lives in Sydney now to get to Sydney he's got to get on this long train so before he gets on the train oh sorry before he gets on a plane to Sydney he has to get on a train to the next town and the next town is something called like Bundi Yabba or something like that but mm. we call it the Yabba Right. So he has right. to get on this train to the Yabba. And when he arrives, it's all very backwards and there's not much going on. Right. And but it's all a big drinking culture. And Donald Pleasance is in it. You know, Blow, Blowfell. Oh, yeah. right. And it's just, I mean, I, I don't want to say too much because I think you should all watch it and you'd all really enjoy it. Mm. Just an incredible film. And Martin Scorsese called it the scariest film he's ever seen. Wow. Mm. Where did you find this? I found it off um, a podcast I was listening to with Limmy. You know Limmy, I was yeah, yeah. a Scottish <laughs> comedian. And he said it's the film that he recommends to everyone to watch. I thought, all right, well. <laughs> and it was just an amazing film. <laughs> it had comedy in it. It had it had everything in it. What, um, so did you buy, buy the, was it DVD then? No, I rented it. It's on the BT player. Um, oh, so cool. I rented it, it's like two quid. It just had everything that I wanted in the film. And it, it, it was just... I don't really. I can't. I've lost words. Yeah, to sounds, describe it. Sounds bloody good. It's just amazing, um, and it's got really good things. It's got 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and things like that. So, it's just an amazing film. If you ever get, if you ever see it out and about, you it's a pretty crazy it. story. Mm. It's a mad it story. Well. It's a mad story. Cool. One of the best that I've ever seen. Mm. That's it, though. That's all. Watch the statement. Film. All right, uh, Harry, are you going next or? Uh, if you got anything quickly, I watched a series called The Five. If anyone's ever watched it. No. Nope. It's Heard about it. yeah. five childhood friends. Who, oh, that's why it's called five. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, one of them has a little brother who goes missing when he's really young, like a little kid. And then, <coughs> no, because he doesn't count as one of the five. Oh, okay. um, I, I spent half the series trying to figure out like, whether he was or not. <laughs> and it's only about ten episodes, I think. And there is very good. It. It keeps you hooked. I watched it all in like one day, really? and you don't see what happens at the end coming. It's not like one of those ones where you go, oh, "I'm on episode five now. I can tell what's going to happen for the next mm. five episodes." It really changes it up, and it does follow one sort of linear storyline, but there are little branches off on each like sort of character, I suppose, which is really quite nice and gives it a bit of flavour and stuff. And uh, you don't get bored. But yeah, is this bad boy chance- on Netflix? 
I don't know if it is. It was on Sky, wasn't it? It was on Sky. Sky, Yeah. Oh, is that? I remember when it was being pushed and advertised. Yeah, it was. It was a good, good watch. I was a bit hesitant to watch it, and I did. Mm. I enjoyed it. Cool. So yeah, if you get a chance to watch it, give it a watch. Anything else? Nothing really, other than finishing Arrested Development. What we spoke about the other week. I enjoyed the end. Cool. Not as good as the first three seasons, but no, that's true. I mean, at least they gave it a they, they, reboot. They, they, and they did it. They did it differently. Yeah, it was, uh, and the reason for that was that all the actors in it are big stars now, and they don't have the time to yeah do the series together anymore. Yeah, because it's like each episode is dedicated to sort of one character, isn't it? Yeah, and it just sort of you could see that it, they. Do, it was an interesting way to do it, and I still enjoyed it. But I enjoyed. I it. hope when they do the next one that they go back to the original. Are they doing style. another one? I think the what they're planning to do now is another series and they're still hoping to do a film. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Because they have very, very strong characters in it. And strong writing. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, not as good. I didn't enjoy it as much, but then I did watch it or I binge watched it, so you can tell a difference when you watch something in such a short space of time oh, yeah, yeah. a lot more. There's no, it, it definitely doesn't live up to the first three se- se- seasons. Those are perfection. Yeah. They really are. But, I've never really enjoyed anything as much as watching that program so good so clever um, and the fourth season is clever as well and it is good but it's not on the same level as the first three I don't think yeah I agree hmm. it's nice how everything interlinks eventually yeah across the episodes but yeah. it's when you, it's getting to that point it's getting to we're going ah that happened like a few episodes ago and it's mm. now mm. sort of reappeared and that's nice but other than that yeah didn't live up to the last three but yeah okay that's it then that's about it yeah alright Pep, what about you? Uh, I like watching my new one, Netflix. It last week, really, but, but I, I couldn't be in the podcast, could I? Um, Designated Survivor, I think it's. Um, yeah, Designated Survivor is called on Netflix. New one on Netflix. Keith yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, and I've he's. Heard of this. He's politics, isn't it? It's yeah, it's an American political one, and basically the the synopsis is every year when they hold their summit in Congress or what have you, and the government set out what they're going to do, all the congressmen go to it. And basically what happens is there's a big bomb explosion and they all die. So that it's... it's, it's uh, is that a spoiler? It's very, yeah, yeah. No, like no, come on. It, it happens in the, Yeah, no, it is like that. <laughs> oh, and that happens in the first five minutes, so we find that out straight away. So it's not... It I isn't, did, it isn't I did find it a bit strange when... Um, you had talked about the film for about 30 seconds and it had Kiefer Sutherland in and no one had exploded yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first, beginning of it is 24-esque in a way. Um, <laughs> and basically what happens is every year, and it's quite quite interesting because every year Parliament, well, <laughs> each, each, each side, so the Democrats and the Republicans hold back one congressman and put them in a separate building it's completely separate from what's going on. So if in case something like this happens, they take charge. So if the president and the, the line of command all die, yes. then they take command. Who, who, who decides who gets to go in the safe room? Yeah. Well, it's just some, something that just com- the the con- congress or whatever or or, yeah. or the party just just go right. You're going to go in it, and they've <laughs> and they've got to a point where they put Kiefer Sutherland in the safe room. And then he sees this explosion on the TV, and he's watching. He's watching the TV on the news channels, and boom! And it's basically this guy that isn't really fit to be president gets thrown into the role of being president. Oh, okay. That sounds quite. Good. And he has to. It's an interesting. Uh, what is that, Kiefer? Yeah, and he's got to. He's got to. He's got to sort of 
change his life in a way and, and, and sort of take control because he's a housing minister or whatever. Right. So he's never had, and he never wanted to be president and he's just been thrown into it. Where's the budget for the next fiscal year? Yeah. <laughs> but he's not that I character not, at all. He's like, not yeah. He's not that character <laughs> at all, especially at the beginning. I just thought... Is it a serious really program or is it comedy or... No, it's, it, no, it's a seri- serious, serious program. It's a, it's, 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 it's is a it drama, a isn't it? Is it a it's film? a series and it's a Netflix. I've seen, oh, okay. I've seen this on Netflix. Yeah. I've it's, seen this on Netflix and I've just looked at the description and I thought, well, no, I'm not watching it. Mm. <laughs> not because of Keith Sullivan, but... I don't know. I mean, I find House of Cards a bit of a trudge, to be honest. Mm. Do you? I know, I know I, you I, like. I've never watched, watched it. I like it. I never, You've never watched it. Never really appealed to me from yeah. looking at it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good program. I still yeah, feel like I, I want to watch it. But I, wasn't I it the first Netflix <laughs> original series? Yeah, it's like their first ever one. Deep into all that, Jack. Mm. Okay, cool. It's good. I mean, I just think quite like um, the Netflix content with. Um, Marvel. I mean, there's just yeah, a lot of it on there that's sort of yeah. samey. Yeah. yeah. They brought Luke Cage. Like, Tell you what, like, how, how does it compare to House of Cards, Joe? I was going to say it's light. It's lighter than no, House, of well, House of Cards. It, it's lighter. Yeah, no, it's not heavy. And what's I was going to say, good, your description did sound heavy. Yeah. yeah well, it is. That's they the first all die. You know, six Richie? They, yeah. yeah, but it's the biggest explosion to begin with, and then it, it dies down, and, it, and it's how he's got to try and. Right. It's po- it's got political jargon in there, so it's, it is going to be a little bit. Quite an interesting take, though. You know, but it's not as heavy as House of Cards. It's right. not like he's going to do this or what have you. You know, it's and it's yeah, he's a president. One, <laughs> one's released every week, so Torture. it's you know it's a Netflix original, but it's not because it was on ABC first. So I don't don't know. They do that a lot. Um, yeah, um, discovered on ABC, but they air it on Netflix at the same time or whatever for Netflix in the UK. And oh, yeah. it and it's one a week, so it's not like there's loads there and you can binge watch. You've just got to pick one up every week. Oh, that's quite, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's it's the beginning. It's the first first season, so it's so going to stick with it then. I am, yeah. yeah. I think so. Cool. Uh, but I enjoy that type of thing. I enjoy yeah. American TV. Yeah. I quite like American drama. And other than that, that's about it, really, this week. Mm. Yeah. You get, right, we never heard the end of your Harry Potter adventure. What happened with that? Oh, yes, I did. I watched the last one. I watched the last oh, you one. You finally watched the last yeah. one? Jesus watched, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the last one. Yeah, Years no, in the waiting for I this one. I preferred the last... Is it uh, film eight? There's eight films, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Ask me. Yeah. I prefer part two. <laughs> yeah, I prefer part two to part one. Yeah, because part one is just waiting for part two to happen. Yeah, I know. Obviously. Part one was just <laughs> part, part one was just a bit boring. Sorry. I, just I guess if dragged. you're a bit impatient. Yeah. <laughs> no, part one dragged. I didn't really wait like for it. to watch this for ages. Part two, yeah, I really enjoyed. I thought it was great. I liked them both. Did you? Yeah, I just, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just felt well, a bit. Tra- at least part two has a complete going on. So yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Cool. And, and that, a nice round up finish. Good stuff. Other than that, nout. Well, not that because of well, that was quite a few things. things. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's ten to one. So yeah. Christ, you know? is it? Oh my god. So that, god. That, that's, that's where I'm dwindling now. This is record time for last Christ, time I was on. It was like ten o'clock when we finished the film. All right. Um, well, luckily, I haven't really got anything. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, I finished season one of Rick and Morty. Um, that was quality, innit? But I'll tell, tell you, the next one you want to move on to is Limmy Show, because we just put his second series on Netflix. Okay. Um, you'd really like that. All right, maybe I will. Show. It's really, it's really funny. Um, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm kind of annoyed, because the second season of Rick and Morty isn't on Netflix. Hey, when that happens. They've only put one on, haven't they? Yeah, I don't know why. It's stupid. Um, what do you think? Well, it's great, isn't it? 
yeah, fantastic. It's got to be one of the best uh, comedy TV I, I shows on com- at the moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love how things absolutely so clever. I, I, I just can't. I know. I almost can't even believe it's taken me this long to to get to it. I know a lot of people like people have talked about it, and it's got. Would you say a cult following or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. I, I think say so. Um, a lot of people say it's it's really good, but it's I, I just like I just didn't know anything about it, and I was just like. Um, I think it's only okay. because it's just popped onto Netflix, I suppose. You That's know, why I watched it, because it, it came up saying, oh, we just put this TV yeah, show on yeah. that you might like, and, yeah. I, and it just kind of clicked in my head. Oh, yeah, a lot of people said this is really good. Yeah. So I watched it, and yeah, it's a lot better them? than really good. Yeah, have you ever watched Bob's Burgers? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah haven't, I, think, I, think... I haven't really, but uh, um, I know that it's the same guy from Archer. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's an episode of Archer where it like goes into Bob's Burgers, and it's really weird. Like in like Archer's Dream or something, <laughs> um, but no, I've not I've not watched Bob's Burgers. That's no, good though, Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fantastic, and I, I didn't because before I watched it, I didn't realize it was uh, created by Dan Harmon, who uh, obviously did Community, which is a TV show that I've loved and I've talked about quite a lot on the show. I think yeah. um, in the early days, certainly. Anyway, so yeah, it was just great. Mm. Um, I don't think I've watched anything else because we already talked about The Apprentice and uh, my Scientology. So that's it. Mm. All right. Mm. Well, then I guess we'll just move on to say... Good night. <laughs> yeah, good night. Um, you can email us at filmnights at yahoo.co.uk. Um, please follow us on Twitter at filmnights underscore and uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes and any other podcast that you found us on. Thanks for coming on the show. Harry? Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, been good to, ha- good to have you on again. Um, a lot of fun, and uh, just as it was last time. Cheers. So, yeah. Feeling is mutual. Glad to hear it. Please tell your friends about the show. Uh, I will. He, has yeah, the, he yeah. put a post on his Facebook. I did, yeah. Thanks no very much. One's, no one's liked or... Well, it's one in the morning, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, I did put wait, it on before... I did put it on before we went to the film, but I copied it. Alright, Sorry to spread that to you, Woody. Edit this one out, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be overwhelmed with. Right, well, if that's everything, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if that's everything, then I guess I'll say. Hey, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>